All right, that's better. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Live from the Dutch Hall. We're rolling it on the air. Well, you know what? I've had a really good week. You know, we had uh, the last week of summer, really, the week leading up to Labor Day, you know, and uh, we had a great party. And uh, then the real world grabbed us by our balls grabbed a hold of us and now we're back to the same old shit we do most of the year when we're not having as much fun so somehow i became filled with rage again the hate jar became more and more full i started seeing the chips pouring out of the top of it so it's time to bring out the jar of hate this week and our principal sponsor of this show vg meets sent in a special request for this show and we have to listen to our sponsors. We appreciate the help they give us each and every week. The Kyle VG from VG Meets called in. He says, you know what? I got a long drive tomorrow, boys. You're going to have to make this show go a little longer. Let's do it. Cheers, everybody. I just love my crowd. They're ro- they're robust and energetic as usual. Mm. What we have here is what we call what I like to call this week on this week's show is a dream lineup. What we have is a dream oh, lineup oh, oh. for the show. We, uh, well, this is something that you know we usually try to get together the Fab Four every each and every week. We have my band, the Nocturnal Emissions. That uh, of course the great Mike Bow was honored last week, and uh, the man that writes the music for the show, Dave Charters, Rooster Two K Seven, as he's known in uh, Internet Land. <laughs> So, but anyways, uh, Rooster2K7's commitment to this show is, uh, is subject, as I would say. Yep. He's not, he's not a man to be counted on, is what, uh, what I notice. And, uh, so what I like to do is to find better replacements to, uh, Dave Charters when he decides not to show his ass up for, for excuses, weak excuses, if you will, like, uh, making a living for his family. <laughs> Just, and. It's weak. It is weak, you know. This is a this is a goddamn one of the greatest podcasts to come out of Norfolk County. It's 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 a terrific show. You got to show commitment to make it great, Dave. But anyways, this week we got old Steve, we got Steven from last week, and uh, if you notice, what we already have is a great rhythm player. We got a great rhythm player in Mike Bow. Thank you. And we uh, what we need is a lead guitarist. We sure do. Charters' lead is okay. <laughs> what do you give him? An okay rating? Uh, I think I said on the weekend he was oh, he was okay. Okay, he's he's getting he's getting Solid better. Solid okay, but he's not. But he's no Steve. No, he's not. He's no Steve. That's and, and I don't even think the great Dave Charters would argue that. I don't think he'd argue for a second. No, Charters he's a just mediocre at best. Yeah, mediocre at best, I'd say. So we have our bartender. Uh, so like Steve, thanks for coming in. Hey, no problem. And uh, let's hear it for him. A great replacement to Dave. <laughs> 
I like that, man. And he's also helping me with my show because it turns out he's a genius with this sort of stuff. Thank he God. knows all kinds of stuff. We need some technological <laughs> yeah. help around here. It's like every once in a while you just like go through life aimlessly, just like falling into <laughs> luck like that. Eh? You get a guy that knows what he's doing. He's like, hey, I'm over here in this shed doing something. I have no clue what I'm doing at all. And then someone comes in and says, hey, I know exactly what you're doing. I'm yes. going just like when a north winds blow. <laughs> then someone comes in and teaches those Belgians how to get it done. I know what you're talking about. Yes. I'm like, how Eves come in every once in a while. You know, Eves comes in and here and just says, don't introduce me. Don't introduce me. I want to be in the corner. Don't, I don't make a big fuss about me. He's one of my favorite people. But when Eves comes on the microphone, I'm always glad to hear him joining the show. So well, I got to meet a girl on the weekend that's, uh, might be going to the fuck holes. <laughs> oh, yes. Really? Oh, yeah. Do tell. This I guess Do tell. Our bartender, Paul Van Dyke, is in the house. Let's hear it for him hey, before he tells Polly. his story. What? No one likes you, Paul. Hey, that's all right. I got a wonderful girl. Oh, uh, there he is. There they are. They're late. and I'm interested to hear as well. You know what they are when they, when, uh, when Michael, I introduced you? You you introduced me to her. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah, isn't isn't the... Isn't she going on a trip to Holland? She sure is. And you're going to go down to the... She might visit Fuckholes. Yeah, she might, not, south. she might not make it back from the Fuckholes. <laughs> well, all, all I'm saying is that uh, I know for a fact that same young lady, I had the pleasure of meeting her too on the weekend. She's a great young lady. And what she's what she said, which what I'm worried about her. I'm worried about her a little bit. She's going over the homeland, but where she's going is to... She says she's spending a lot of her time in Brabant. She is spending a... Uh, I was, what's it, 95% of the time in Brabant? Yes, I know. That's what I read. 95% of her time in Brabant. And I'm, I, I just gotta say, like, uh, there's a lot of that must that happens naturally there. That's the homeland. That's, uh, where the must, uh, originated from. That's it's the birthplace of the musk. It's the birthplace of the fuckles. Like, that's, without the, without the Brabant, we don't, the musk, we don't have the fuckles. They don't exist without the musk. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, she's amongst the musk all day long. Amongst the musk, I don't you know? know. She's gonna make it home. <laughs> she's gonna ma- she's gonna make it home a different woman. She's, she's gonna go a there dude. a girl. She's gonna come home a woman. woman. Is what it's what I'm afraid of. And if she's not ready to do that, you know, like I just gotta tell you, you gotta be careful. This, the musk will overtake you, and you'll be taken with desire. I just gonna—it's a word of warning for this young l- listener. She also gave some great feedback for yeah. the show. She's been listening to the last couple episodes, yeah. so I really appreciate the feedback we give her. Yeah, and. Uh, Oh, hey, not, uh, not yet, Michael. Not, not yet. We'll do that in a right bit. But you're right on that cue, though. I liked it. <laughs> All I have to do is like point at you yeah, and wait just, 10 just minutes. Just point and wink, and I'm right on it. <laughs> feedback. I'll see it twice. Feedback. Oh, well, that was a weak oh. one. Yeah. <laughs> not warmed up yet. Yeah. Well, anyways, this uh, I want to tell you the weekend we brought up the party. It was a great weekend. I want to tell a story before I get in all the hatred, you know, all the all the things that are are burning the ass of the people in the in the Dutch Hall tonight. I want to talk about the the good things. I'll give a bit of good first. And on the, I went to a party on the weekend hosted by my sister and brother in law, and um, they're both known to the show, Ryan and Lisa Vandenbush. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had they hosted a great party. They call it Bushstock. This was their third annual, and it's it's hosted on the on the very beautiful grounds of uh, Lakeside Vista. And I'll tell you, I'm very happy to announce Lakeside Vista is a new sponsor to Live from the Dutch Halls. So let's hear it for oh, Lakeside Vista. Oh, a new sponsor. Right. 
Well, yeah, they had a beautiful party there, and we really enjoyed it. And uh, it's a, it's the grounds are are really something else. They've got a, a great campground now. The grass was planted by my very own father, Willie Van Dyke, who's a s- well-known uh, expert horticulturalist. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's planted. It's be- it looks beautiful. Fresh cut. Yeah, it was a fresh cut. What I loved is they had great music. They had uh, you go down to the lake if you wanted to cool off. Oh, you have a nice swim in the lake. Delightful, right? They got some sort of like a ridiculous rope swing so, so that they will never get approved for safety. <laughs> that thing is that thing is insane. Yeah, you know. And they had uh, they had tie dye t shirt making things uh, and slip uh, and slide. Yeah, slip and slide that went down the uh, the ditch there. The kids were just covered in grass by the end of it. It's awesome. Yeah, it was it was a great time to be Volleyball. had by all. Yeah, volleyball. It was it was a uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was a terrific time. They had some great acts. They had a, uh, of course Nocturnal Emissions was there. Mm. You know, a couple uh, my niece Maddie Ball who's turned into a great performer was outstanding, there. Outstanding, outstanding. You know, my daughter Caitlin uh, Van Dyke and uh, Chloe Craig made their Bushstock debuts. Good for them. And then we had a band from Toronto Cattle uh, that came down that were just phenomenal. Lots of energy. Yeah. It was awesome. a, a guy, uh, the guy, it's two piece band, the guy and his, Cheers. I think his girlfriend, right? Girlfriend or wife? Or wife, or yeah. Wife, yeah. Wife, yeah. Wife, are they married? We call them wife. The two of them are great people. Great Cat- performers. Cattle, C A T L. If you go on uh, online and look them up, Cattle, C A T L. Mm-hmm. And uh, these guys, like, I love the performance of it, like yeah. the performance aspect of it. It, it was really nice to see the cool. style of yeah. what they're doing. You're really watching a show, you know. It wasn't just about the music they were playing, but they were putting on a performance uh, for you. And I just thought the girl, no matter what the guy did, like that guy carried the bulk of the weight of the band. Would right. you Would you agree? Oh, I agree. Yeah, anytime there's a two piece band, you know, like uh, one person's just the girl's just playing a bass drum and a snare drum, like upright, you know. And uh, that's all she's playing. It's a very rudimentary drums, you know. Right. She's just keeping time mostly, right? We're looking real good doing it. Oh my goodness, she was looking good doing it. And I spoke to her before, and she's an she's an attractive woman and very very nice. And I really uh, liked uh, top meeting her. But then when I watched her perform, I was like, I turned into an old groupie, you know, like oh jeez, I can't even look you in the eye anymore. You're just way too sexy for me. I can't do it. And the guy, other guy's jumping off the stage. He's on the ground playing his guitar and all this stuff. And no one's watching them at all. <laughs> yeah. So just watching the girl play the drums because she's doing it in such a way that oh, you can't get your eyes off. Flinging around. Oh, oh yeah, just sweaty. Treat. Sweaty. Oh, oh, I like it. It's great. <laughs> you like it too. Eh? You went and played a tambourine with him, Paul. Yes, I did. Yeah, how was that? Yours was a rock star debut. That you kind of tough. It's really hard to keep. Really. I I had my. All she told me is every time I hit this snare drum, you hit that tambourine. <laughs> I tried my damnedest, man. She hits that snare drum lots. <laughs> yeah, I look. I was watching just from the window of the tiki bar beside where they were playing, and I could see Paul. Like I was like, he might go down. Like, he's uh, he's doesn't <laughs> have much wind sweat. left in him. Like he's got a heavy sweat on. He's breathing heavy. I think he might be going down. This is like one of those. Uh, you know, and your buddy's playing hockey into his 50s, and you're looking at him on the bench kind of thing, you know? And you're like, oh, Jesus, maybe you take a rest, you know? Here's a pack of smokes. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah, you look bad. It took me, like, a couple hours to recover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is hard eh, to keep the time like that. I'm always impressed by drummers. They ought to be in great shape, yeah. eh? Endurance. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I've tried to play drums, and, yeah, I can get And then you get to the hard part. We actually have to do something, and it's, fuck, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I'm a terrible drummer. You are a terrible drummer? I'm a terrible drummer. I can play lots of other things, but drums kills me. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, just because of the rhythm like the, or the beat, or you can't, I can't the time? Do. And there's no way I could ever play drums and sing. No? Yeah. Like Phil Collins? <laughs> 
Who's the best drummer singer slash? Is it Phil Collins? Is I have anyone to say better? Philadelphia Collins. <laughs> you know what, Phil Collins? David Grohl. Oh yeah, David. Did he sing he while s- playing drums? He though? has. He has more backup. Taylor yeah. Hawkins sings a lot now with the Foos while he's playing. Yeah, that's he pretty good. But I don't know if he's the Philadelphia Collins. I say would take the. He's the most well-known yes. drummer slinger. I know Don Henley might have something to say about him. Oh. Uh, but he doesn't do the same time either, does he? Or does he with the Eagles? Yeah? I don't know. Oh, I never liked Don California Henley. California from the drums. Really? Yeah. While he's playing, eh? Levon Helm. Levon Helm. 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 Ah, there you go. Singer. There's an actual yeah. great a great example of the best. Levon Helm. Absolutely. Voice-wise, oh, man. You can't beat him. He's the best. There we go. We <laughs> solved something. We battled here. ourselves through it. <laughs> yeah, we really figured something out here. Well, anyways, I'm glad we could, before I forget to plug my sponsor, goodness gracious, a new sponsor, don't even plug their website. If you ever want to go to Lakeside Vista, use it for, they, they rent it out for weddings. They have uh, special events, corporate events there. Uh, they have uh, camps that they put on uh, during the summer, and, uh, and uh, they, it, there's a lot to uh, check out at Lakeside Vista. So if you go to the website, www.lakesidevista.ca, uh, check out what they have to offer, and if it uh, suits your purpose, then uh, tell them the Dutch Hall sent you. Okay, well, that thank you very much to our new sponsor. That's it, business for that. So let's get into the jar of hate. Oh, would you say that? This is, this is called my jar runneth over. Who wants to pull the first? Uh... Oh, Steve, you got it, bud. Wait, be- yeah, let's do the first one. Anyways, would anyone like to pull a fucking chip out of the out of the jar? <laughs> All right, we have one. Steve has one. What does it say? We're on the board. All right, it says, people you can't count on. Oh! Uh, people you can't count on. Now, Michael, uh, <laughs> I, I know the, 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 vigor, the rigors. <laughs> the vigor. The vigorous yeah. rigors. The vigorous rigors. Vigorous of, rigors. Of harvest. They sometimes get you down. Oh. And uh, so you put that one in the jar. That was a Mike Bow specialty. I, uh, I think I came in on fire last week, not knowing what the show was, yeah. and uh, threw that one in there. And then you break me up. Dedicating a show to me hmm. and uh, my time. Well that deserved, I liked. Michael. Yeah, well deserved. It, was, Mike. Uh, it really brightened me up, but uh, yeah, I was real frustrated. You, you try to uh, try to get through harvest. Um, <laughs> you try to employ people that you know, give them a job. You teach them how to do the job right, and uh, try to get you through yeah, yeah. what's only two or three months of hard work. Yeah. And then you've been you know, through a couple of the same, the same. Position. And I, yeah, this year has just been a real nightmare for me. And well, I'm sitting on deck anytime. I'm ready to get in the game. I helped strip. You, with yeah, the, you came out. I, I helped strip the tobacco this week. Yeah, uh, it was uh, just a real pleasure for me. To be honest with you, it was a real pleasure. Your mom was there on the grading belt. What, what I, was she wearing? I don't even Did remember. Did she have a bandana on her head? I think she had a bandana yeah, on her head. Like Aunt Jemima. <laughs> I call it a babushka. Oh, babushka. A babushka. Anyways, Aunt Fran, she likes it the same as I do. So I sat there, and she's like, oh, uh, like I don't know where Michael is. And I'm like, oh, I'm not looking for Michael. Uh-huh. I'm just here to, like, grate some tobacco and talk to my Aunt Fran, you know? Like, yeah. she's a, she, I don't get a chance to talk to her that often. And I like, I miss it, eh? I miss yeah. working in the in tobacco. So I got to sit there and grade tobacco for a while and do it in the new way, you know, asking questions of how you're oh, supposed, yeah, that's right. supposed the new to way. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's uh, pretty simple. Yeah, it's way easier. Way right? easier. Yeah, way easier than what I remember it when I was a kid. But they—they, they, uh, it's still fun to get into that. Just even have the smell in your nose, you know, of the old tobacco. I love it. And see, this is what brings me to my uh, my uh, coin or whatever you say it is that I threw in the jar of hate. Is that people don't appreciate that? Like, uh, there's a certain thing that putting hard work in and getting a you know getting a good day out of uh, yeah, I don't hard see work. Any- like, Kids these days, they just, you say kids these days, I feel like a fucking old man, but yeah. like, 
I was that kid too that hated to do it, but it, you know, it made us better people. Mm. Having to work our asses off and our parents giving us shit, but I think we're better people for it. I still to this day think that I prefer jobs where they have a beginning and an end to the yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. You know? I, I, because that's the way I was raised. I'm used to like there being like a harvest, you know. So you work your ass off, right. but you, you know there's an end. Like you work to the point where you're pushing your limits, and then you, and then there's an end to it. You know, yeah. like a payoff at the end. When I worked like at the nine to five forever job, like there was no payoff. There's no. nothing that you were doing it for. I agree, hundred yeah. percent. It was like May, I like the project. Way better. Yeah. May to October. Yeah. You got seasons, right? At your job. Or it's or, damn it. Uh, th- there's a mystery person that keeps peeping in. I can't even mention him. He's Mr. Bombastic, and I don't know how to. I, I don't know how to talk to him unless I address him. He says, "Don't address me," but it's Mr. Bombastic. He's Mr. Bombastic. Yeah. a fantastic. Oh, there it is. Mr. Bombastic. That's a little What's that one? Is that how it goes? Shaggy. Yeah, Shaggy. <laughs> you gotta do it like a freaking Kermit the Frog. Yeah, it's easier though when there's an end goal inside. I I mean, I've I've been brought up that way, so it's way easier to see that. You know, here's the period where you're gonna work your ass off, and then yeah. here's the period where you don't have to work your ass off. Yeah, I don't know. But. Uh, yeah, it's. It, I like to see the end of it. It's what more fulfilling for me. My but job, I, my job has an end, but it's like you, gotta you work do it your again, then it starts off. over again. Yeah. yeah, right back to the same old right. shit. Yeah, yeah. You have like a. You have like a harvest, like a season. You finish the job. You can sit back for like three seconds and say, "Oh, look what I did!" Again. And then harvest next, again, another crop. Next house, right back to the pole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so it pole, sucks. Yeah, it sucks when you can't count them. The only other thing I want to say about the the people you can't count on is that if you notice, if you have people you can't count on, they use like uh, cover your ass words when they talk to you, or they send you a message. They'll say like, uh, "Oh, I like this." Like they'll say, um, "You say you want to come over." You know, and they'll say, uh, I'll try, you know, that's usually no with those people. If they say, uh, uh, uh maybe I'll do it, maybe, you yeah, know, maybe. that's another one. They won't do it. Yeah. They're not coming. You know, that's a no. So I prefer someone saying no. Clear cut. Yeah. 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 A lot of, and I actually know people in my life who will say, yes, I'm coming and then just not come. See, that's what I find that is, is even worse. worse. That's yeah. the worst you can just happen. say no. And what they were doing, their excuse for this, their excuse for this, and I'm glad it's in the jar because it's getting me fired up. To there we go. It. Here we go. <laughs> their excuse is they don't want to, they don't want to hurt our feelings, you know. So when you ask them over, they don't want to hurt our feelings, so they tell you they're going to come over, and then they don't come, and then you're like, well, you, you hurt our feelings by not coming. If you would have fucking said no, then I wouldn't have cared. Then I'd be like, oh, you're busy. You got something else going on. I understand. Life's busy, you know. Like I don't expect you to come over. I just was. Throwing a shot out in the dark. Every once in a while, you throw a pinhole, and Mr. Bombastic comes in. You just keep throwing out invitations <laughs> week after week, and you got Mr. Bombastic. He's a fantastic. Mr. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Anyhow, like that's how it works, right? Yeah, you know, just, so just yes tell no. me the goddamn truth, and then we don't have anything to worry about. It's a real theme of it. Then you won't be in the jar. Yeah, you're not gonna be in the goddamn jar. Tell the truth. Pull one there, Michael. Oh, ready? So is this shit about me, Peter? About Bombastic? Which one? The, oh, the, the, the no, last no, no, you, no, no, you're honest with me, Bombastic. Every time uh, you, every time we speak, I believe you. you I count on it. You're honest with me. Are if you, you saying I don't show up? No, I'm saying it's hard to get you in. You're a busy man. You have a large, you have a large schedule of uh, other activities. Mm. Like apparently, you like golf better mm. than life from Dutch Hall, mm. right? <laughs> 
Dispute. We have a dispute. Uh, <laughs> All right. The next on the uh, out of the jar is mm. government cash grabs. Oh, government cash grabs. That what that is is a real. It's a real. You know, this is getting the people in the door. You know, people are going to hear government cash cash grabs. It's rot with comedy, right? <laughs> rot with comedy. Everyone's going to enjoy government cash grabs. That's well, anyways, this is a story. The story is this week. I got a call. I get a call like probably all the fucking time. You know, I feel like I'm getting them all the time from these people. They're from uh, W. Uh, no, Wimis. Wimis Training. Oh, you ever, yeah. You know, Work, Wimis. Workplace oh. Hazardous. I don't know. Materials <laughs> and IS. Right? <laughs> it's a whole bunch of letters, yeah. right? And they tell me you got to do Wimis Training. It's the law. You got to do it. It's the law. So if you have a business, you got to do Wimis Training. And so I said, well... You know, what is women's training? They say, well, it's to help you deal with hazardous materials, right? I'm like, well, we don't have any hazardous materials in our workplace. And they said, uh, well, you have uh, you have any hand sanitizer? And I'm like, yeah, we do. And they go, well, do you have a fire extinguisher? That's the law to have a fire extinguisher. I'm right. like, yeah, we do. I said, well, those are hazardous materials. You have to take the training. And I'm <laughs> oh, like, oh, oh trap. <laughs> I go, that's a trap. You know, you guys just kind of fucked us over. And I go, who are you? You're the guy selling the service to give the training. I got to pay you money to give, to give the training. And I'm like, how come I got to tell the person that's asking me for the money? He's telling me what the law is. You know, what doesn't the government tell me what the law is? Don't you think? That they would say if they want people to follow law, they would like tell people to follow law. Instead, I gotta wait for some company that's telemarketing me right. to tell me what the law is, and then I gotta pay for it. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I end up I do it because I think it's a law. I look it up online. <laughs> As it turns out, it is a law. You do have to do it. So I was like, holy shit. So then the guy calls me back, and he's like, well, you, um, you know, you did the women's. How's that going? I said, well, we're done. We did it. You know, I have a, I have a diligent staff. They got it completed right away. What are you saying? My staff's not diligent? Anyhow, so I go on and I say, I go, uh, uh, he goes, now you got to take harassment and violence training because that's the law. It's never ending. Does right? this guy train in that as well? Yeah, he's got the training. He he's going to give it to me. And I go, harassment and violence training. Jesus Christ, you know, like I go, what the? He goes, that's been the law since 2010. You don't have it. You're really against the law. And I said, well, I hope I get audited by a government official who would tell me what the fucking law is because then I'll know what the law is. You know, how much? And he goes, are you going to get a fine? I go, is a fine uh, more or less than what it costs me to pay you for training? You know? And he goes, well, it's way more. I'm like, yeah, I'm just taking your word for it, you son of a bitch. And then he starts to tell me, oh, not only do you have to do that one, the workplace violence and bullshit, whatever, you have to now do the uh, disabilities in the workplace training. You have to do disabilities in the workplace training. Well, and you that, practice riding around in a, a wheelchair. <laughs> that's since been since January of this year. You got to yeah, you got to ride around in a wheelchair. I think <laughs> everyone's got to like know what it's like for a day. Real or funny, something. guys. That's no laughing matter. Real funny. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> oh. Mister Bombastic's wife is in a wheelchair. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it's a sensitive issue for you, Bombastic. You're still fantastic, and your wife is too. But she's just not much of a runner. I heard that she's in the wheelchair because <laughs> his thick beer can cock. Oh, was that what did it? Boombastic? You get a fantastic uh. break of the spine with your cock, cock, cock. Right? Oh, he's not bragging about that. That's I'm pulling out of the, out of the jar right now. Anyways, you know, so I told the guy, I told the guy, what I said to him was, I said, uh, 
uh, I think this is all just a cash grab. It's a bunch of bullshit, you know? And he goes to me, he goes, well, you got to do it. It's the law. And I said to him, uh, and I said, he goes, I go, why is this important? And he's telling me, well, it's not. I go, we got all the wheelchair ramps and the doors that are big enough. We got a bathroom I made for him. It's perfect for him. We, we can accommodate any person of any like disability. We can do it all. You know, we set it all up. He goes, yeah, but every staff member's got to know how to treat a person that's in a, a d- disabled. We got like staff that like do that every day, and they do a great job of it. But now the government's gonna tell me how to do it, you know, instead of uh, me just uh, doing something like treating a person like a nice person, like just being a common, courteous person. Like, I don't need to be trained to just not treat people like shit, you know. And it's like so. I'm like the guy's giving me all these reasons why. I said, dude. I said, shut up. Like, don't give me any more reasons why. And you're never gonna convince me this is a good idea. I know it's the law. I'm going to do it. Send me the information. But it's bullshit. And you're just trying to, it's just you're trying to steal money. And a telemarketer shouldn't be the one telling me the law, you know, the one profiting from it. So, anyways, that's my jar. Release the what poison. What happens if you said no? Like, well, then eventually, if the government ever audits you, which is probably the fucking never, because there's they don't have the time or resources to come and audit every company. Everybody, yeah. And, uh, but if they ever did, they would fine you for it, right? So, like, I think. I've got away with it this long until this guy found me, but... You did your due diligence. I right. do due diligence. Oh, yeah. We did Wemmis already, and we got books lying around, a bunch of posters we got to post. Mm-hmm. We do all these things, and it's supposed to make everybody better, but it's just pieces of paper on the wall that people stop seeing, you know? It's, yeah. I don't know what, what it's helping with. We got the same <laughs> bullshit on the farm. It's yeah. A bunch of bullshit. It's just a whole bunch of red tape they do to kind of slow down small business and get a few bucks from them. It, right. It's not. It has no other purpose other than that. Oh, I got a new one out of the jar. So let's. Oh shit! I, lost, I dropped it. Let's do it. So this one is. Oh no, we're not gonna do that one. We're gonna do. All right, this one. The Caitlyn Jenner Halloween controversy. Before we do the Caitlyn Jenner one, uh, Paul, we have a shot sitting in front of us. Is burning a hole in it or thing? You you did your job. I didn't see you doing any any serving of booze, and now I'm looking at a nice shot in front of me. It just seemed to appear from the gods. What is it this week, Paulcha? Well, you want to do the theme song? Yep. Let's do it. Otherwise, it doesn't. It's not a crowd. You gotta help me singing. All right. Could be something, something from Paul. Something delicious and something so small. Please take the time (laughs) and tell you it's notable. Here's a taste of cosmos. Of Paul's photos. Ah, it's garbled up when Charters isn't here. One of these days we'll get the words. Moonshine cherries. Vodka moonshine cherries. Yeah. A little moonshine in it. Oh, cheers, everybody. Here's to uh, here's to the jar. Oh yeah. <laughs> the cherry is a nice touch. I'm gonna keep it in my cheek there for a while. Is. There it goes. So, wow. Paul delicious. Thank you very much. The Caitlyn Jenner controversy. I'll make this one quick. Sorry, can I get Woo! a beer chaser on that one, please? Oh yeah. I'll ask my waitress Maybe as well. So apparently, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Caitlyn Jenner. Have you ever heard of her? Who, Bruce Jenner? Yeah, uh, Bruce. He became a woman, eh? Oh. Yeah, he did. Actually, I was listening to... uh, It was kind of a big deal. Sharon Osbourne on a radio show, and she was saying how feminine his hands were back in the day. She knew all along. Oh, from his hands. Yeah, he had uh, soft... I forget how she described them. Very feminine hands, and she said she knew all along. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I don't know, but anyway, so uh, he's uh, happy being a uh, girl now. Transgender, yeah. yeah. Enjoying himself, or she's enjoying herself. You know, they're big on pronouns. Don't mess them up. They get in trouble, right? Okay. Apparently, so I'm like, she's been uh, she's been golfing from the uh, the ladies' tees. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. It is a benefit of it is a benefit of the whole deal. You know, you can nice. yeah. you can take a few strokes off <laughs> if you become a woman. A strokes off, yes. even without a cock. Yeah. Well, did. Does she still have? She still has. Yeah, it. yeah still the grazing has. period. Yeah, she has a. She has. And no, I think she's pussy. keeping it. I think she's keeping it. <laughs> Heavily. I'm pussy. keeping it. Yeah, she's like a. She's a transgender lesbian, I believe. That's how I you think can, we coined that. Yeah, transgender lesbian. She likes women. She still wants to do that. I think she's gonna wants to keep her, um, her penis. Or uh, her penis, you know. Her penis. Yeah, her penis. Hey, I don't know this one. That, that this girl Bailey J. She's a real famous. Uh, transgender girl and a huge dick on her you know huge dick like a veiny penis <laughs> yeah big throbbing cock on her you know like right. uh but i've seen her in lots of interviews and stuff like that she's a super attractive woman you know like if you ever met her in a public setting you'd just have a nice conversation with her think you're talking to a real pretty girl and uh, be fooled completely there's an absolutely fooled I, I wow i can't believe it and then there's pictures of her you look down and big, juicy, uh, uh, throbbing cock. Like you know? a forearm, veiny Ma- cock. <laughs> yeah, baby holding an apple. You know, like the. Like a How big, does she hide it? I don't know. Doesn't wear it. Doesn't wear the. Yeah, like a lemon. baby's arm holding an apple. You know what I mean? Like uh, picture a baby's arm holding an apple, and that's like a cock. Don't get it. <laughs> what? You don't get that? It's big. It's bigger than what you got, big isn't cock. it? Bombastic. <laughs> I uh, beg to differ. <laughs> You beg to differ than you'd think your dick's bigger than a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> you're just full, full baloney. <laughs> Bologna. I'm gonna say that right on the record. He's <laughs> 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 full of beans. Bologna. Anyways, Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, <laughs> she was a big news story. She did like a, a Vanity Fair cover, and it was very popular, very iconic. You know, for the bullshit times we live in, where that's a real big deal when a when a uh, decathlete uh, becomes a woman, you know, and uh, he gets all dolled up. Yeah, he gets all dolled up, gets on the cover, and he looks like a real kind of like okay looking sixty five year old woman, you know, <laughs> and then uh, he gets there, a nice dress and everything, and nice boob job and whatever he's got or she's got. Sorry about that. Anyways, so uh, anyways, it's an iconic cover. So Halloween's around the corner, and uh, people are saying, well, you know, people like to take Halloween costumes and they like to make them into into like. Uh, you know, uh, topical issues, you know, like yep. we want to talk, we want to, the one girls, the girls from life from Barbie mansion, they did another episode. They mentioned us all uh, in there. And what they talked about was, uh, uh their Halloween costumes. One okay. of the things they talked about, the one girl want to dress up like, uh, that line that the dentist shot, you know, you never hear about that. Story, <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, she want to dress up like that. Was, yeah. Cecil. 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 Yes, she wanna, yeah. She want to dress up like Cecil, the dead lion. And that's the thing where you take it right, right from the news, you know, you make it into a, a topical pop culture uh, costume. It's very popular to do. I like to go with uh, Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod. Mm. It's a, mm. a great costume. It's that not so topical break. these days, but it's excellent. It was a classic, and it's a piece of Canadiana. Yeah. Anyone would know it if you uh, grew up, especially in Ontario, when you could see the, what is it, what do they do, body break? Body break. Body break. Body break. It was really a nice treat to treat your body to a little bit of exercise. Why would anybody yeah. want to dress up as Cecil? That's just like... Yeah, well, you know, it's each to their own. Each to their own. <laughs> Do you think that Dennis was the first guy to kill a lion? Uh, no, it wasn't, but that was Cecil. 
And Dennis even <laughs> Cecil had a name. Yeah, Cecil, Cecil. Cecil had a name. What? No, he said it. He goes, if uh, if I knew this lion had a name, I wouldn't have shot it. That's you know? just the media. Yeah. It's just the media hacking on a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis get a bad rap. Like a dentist get a bad rap. He killed a he rhino. Teeth all year long, and then he shoots a lion, and now he's the worst guy on earth. Like, give me a. Break. Well, I don't know if lions are in da- are lions endangered. <laughs> There's people that shoot lions every day. Who gives a fuck that his name's Cecil? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't see the difference, but but uh, yeah, what you do, you're just hacking on them. No, what I'm saying, if it's an endangered animal, I would have a problem with it. But if it's an uh, animal they got plenty of, then uh, sh- you can shoot it and give oh, the meat to the village. Thing, you can't touch him. But he got a name. That was all of a sudden the difference. He named this. What fucking... about the bad lion? Yeah, like yeah. I don't get it. That lion doesn't know he's got a fucking name. And if he's some pet of whatever, he's probably begging to get shot because he's like, I'm a fucking lion. I don't want to be like a... We got buddies that shoot like 20 deers a year around here. We don't fucking have their face on in the news. Yeah, but they're a herbivore. You can kill any herbivore you want. You can't kill Cecil? No, you can't. You can't kill Cecil. He's a carnivore. Big deal. His meat's going to taste like shit, I bet. I don't think it's going to taste good. You don't eat carnivores. You eat herbivores or omnivores. That's what you eat, right? Well, they're not eating them. They're putting them on, the, on their walls. Yeah. It's cool. Not, like, you don't eat it? Daddy has one. <laughs> did he shoot one? His buddy did. Oh, really? Puff Daddy's buddy? Are you friends with him? Boom Bostick is. Yeah. This is great. We got a guy that knows Puff Daddy on the show. I didn't know he had a guy that knows Puff Daddy. This is great. Anyways, Caitlyn Jenner, she's got a costume. There's a costume before, you know, everyone's, it's the dress that she wore on the Vanity Fair cover and a stupid wig. And I think it's, she's got a sign she wears around her neck that says, I am Caitlyn, right? That's what it, it's uh, based on the cover of that magazine. Well, all the fucking people get their nuts in a knot, eh? Okay. They get all upset about it. They're like, oh, this is offensive somehow, right? <laughs> like, holy shit, they've had costumes that for years. You, you know, like I saw a Michael, guy dressed like Michael Jackson with a kid's, uh, like a, a baby doll or whatever. It's right just on stuck the to his right dick, there. you know? Like right on just, the car. Yeah, like it was like, I, I, that's maybe offensive, you know? What does like, Michael Jackson and Walmart have in common? <laughs> uh, they both have boys' pants half off. Uh, <laughs> why don't I know how to work my rim shot? That is an old joke, Boombastic. That is an old joke. <laughs> so, anyways, they get their nuts in a knot. They say, uh, like, they don't. They, they think this is a, a terribly offensive thing because it's against this transgender woman that used to be a decathlete, and that's somehow special because we've been watching and being supportive as a culture. We're trying to change the world right now, so we have to be nice. I can't pretend any of this is weird, you know? we got to be <laughs> pretend this is not weird, you know? This is po- totally normal. I watched this guy jump the fucking high jump and the pole vault and javelin through the fucking javelin. And then he was on, on a, different strokes. He's on di- yeah, he's on chips. Box. He's on chips, man. He was on fucking chips. What's Caitlin's background? <laughs> uh, her background is uh, like a like, uh, Her national. background is male. <laughs> Let's just end the show on that. <laughs> Fuck VG. <laughs> Short drive, VG. <laughs> show over. Yeah. You gotta end on a high note. We're never gonna top. Anyhow. So, anyways, they got their nuts and not about the fucking costume. Then they go ahead and ask her. They say, hey, Caitlin, what do you think of this costume? Is it offensive? Do you, are you offended by it? She's like, no. It's fucking ridiculous. Why would it be offended by it? You know, like I'm like it means I'm iconic enough, and that people are wearing it as a costume. It's based on a cover of a magazine that I posed for. 
Yeah. What the hell should I be offended about? What you do know? you think it was going to create? You know, no thank you. If I was like Bob Marley, you know, and someone's dressed like Bob Marley, <laughs> you know, in, in total blackface, in total blackface, right? Which I did one year for Halloween. I did it when I was in high school, and this was in different times. I'm an old chunk of coal, to quote Norm MacDonald. I'm an old chunk of coal. <laughs> and uh, and uh, back in my day, you know, blackface, if you're dressing like a black guy for Halloween, you you take a cork and you burn it and you rub it on your face. Or you, <laughs> you get some black makeup hey, or whatever. Hey, Bombastic, what did you use? Uh, coffee beans one year? Natural. <laughs> coffee beans and Vaseline. That was another one for a beard. I think you made a beard. Millie Vanilli. Oh, you're a Millie Vanilli. What did you rub on your face? My <laughs> wife. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> so, anyways, you know. That back in those days, but people get offended now. You dress up like Bob Marley, you paint your face black. They think you're somehow, you know, offending all black people. I mean, we just got to get over ourselves here. If I want to look like someone for Halloween, I got to be the same color as them, you know? Like, that's just the way it is. Why is it when a black guy makes fun of a whitey, it's it's okay? I don't understand. If you because of the slavery thing, I think. I, I think love it's black people. <laughs> but it's always fun to make a nice little joke about them because they make jokes about us, right? Well, you love black people because you are a black person. <laughs> and I, I love black people too, but you are an actual black person. And, you know, like it's a, it's like a, something without... <laughs> uh, hanging with the whites so much, I feel like I'm one. <laughs> <laughs> you get along with both races, which I really like. But de- but you cannot deny that you are a black man. <laughs> yeah, when I take my pants off. <laughs> Anyway, that's Caitlyn Jenner. It's a bunch of. It's again the generation of pussies. Everybody, no one. It's never the people. It's like if you say something racist, it's not the black people that are that are bitching about it. If it's funny, none of the black people bitch about it. They think it's funny. It's the white people that bitch that you said something. You made a joke about black people, and it's and it's uh, it's wrong, you know. But if it's done in uh, the spirit of humor and in good taste, it's the or bl- bad taste really, or even like bad taste. <laughs> but they know you're joking around and stuff like that. It's gonna done in good fun. You know, like those people aren't gonna play. You do like, uh, you do like uh, the only people that would be are the lesbians. The lesbians actually mm. Uh, mm. Uh, really don't like no. don't like uh, being made fun of at all. No, they get they real don't. testy about the it. Germans and the Germans. Yeah, the Germans. No offense, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Nine, 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 nine. All right. Why did Easy. Germans always have the Syrian sections? <laughs> Was it cesarean sections? Are there cesarean uh, see, How about we just say C-sections? <laughs> okay. Why did Germans have C-sections? Because you can't get a square head out of a round hole. Pollocks, <laughs> <laughs> <Full> too. <laughs> yes. I bet Char- Charter's mom had to have uh, full surgery. Oh, you know? God, yes. That head was just enormous. And I uh, can't even imagine like that. Like a cinder block coming yeah, out. Yeah, just a big, thick head coming out. You know? penis? Huh? No, not his penis, his own head. That's disgusting and disrespectful to Dave's mom. I'll tell you right now, we got to go jump, dump in this hole. Drag her out one more time. And then and then we should probably do feedback. Oh, I can't do both. Oh, what is this thing? Oh, no, this is the double, the quadruple Jesus. chip. Never Ooh. before on the jar shows have we ever had a quadruple chip, and now we have a quadruple chip. Reminds me of something. Yes. All four of these. You want to read them out, Mike? Sure. Like read all four of them out. In a row. Yeah. Okay. Kim Davis. Kim Davis. The Old Testament. 
the wow. Old Testament. People who mess up religions. Yes. And people who g- hate gay people. Yes. It's all connected this week in one news story. And I'd like to address it because I got my real nuts in a knot. I watched the news this week and I really watched it before my kids went on the bus for their first day of school. And I saw this crazy crap. Um, and it was. Uh, it was this Kim Davis broad. You know who she is? Does no anyone idea. know who she is? No. Are you watching? You're in Harvest and busy and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, it turns out there's this uh, clerk in uh, in Kentucky, and she's uh, she's uh, she issues marriage license. Apparently, her job is uh, is an elected job. She's an elected official. And uh, what what does it matter, Paul? And then uh, what she does what she does is uh, she. Uh, she issues marriage licenses. Okay. Right? So uh, a same-sex couple came in to get a marriage license because they heard that the uh, American Supreme Court said all across the United States, gay marriage is good to go. It's a human rights issue and all that stuff. So they go and uh, they say they want their their marriage license, and she says, uh, "Not on my Christian watch," you know, oh. is what she said. I am not going to issue you a, a license. And nay, she nay, says, nay, "Who nay, gives nay, you nay, the nay. authority to do that?" And she says, "God gives me the authority to do that, and Jesus gives me authority to do that." Jesus, Jesus himself mm. gave her the authority to do that. Anyways, it turns out the Supreme Court disagreed and stuff, and then she had to spend all time in jail. The legislation has not yet passed, so she is not uh, really up on any criminal charges. She didn't do anything uh, criminally wrong yet. It will be eventually when it becomes law, but right now it's just a legislation. So she spends a little bit of time in jail while they're figuring that stuff out, and then uh, she gets released from jail. And I want to play you the clip here. It's behind me on the uh, Dutch Hall Tron 2000 here. Here we go. And uh, we're gonna try to see if I can work out technology, which we all know I am not great at. But here we go. Um, so here it is. This is a broadcast. I actually I like to get news from other parts of the world. So this is a uh, news broadcast from the UK. I already like the title. It says "Gay Marriage Row." Gay Marriage Row. So yeah, it's 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 British. So it's a take on the United States that's the external from the United States. Okay. I always like to watch, you know, from the outside in. Yeah. So the Americans listening, I think that you might get kicked out of it in too. Kentucky, in the United States. Crowds of supporters have greeted County Clerk. Now it sounds like she said County Clerk. Yeah. County Clerk. <laughs> County Clerk, but it's actually County Clerk. You're from Wales. That, just to make that clear, yeah. <laughs> she's not a County Clerk, but she is kind of a County Clerk. To be honest with you, she's kind of comes across like a County Clerk, but. Kim Davis, who is free after being jailed for refusing to issue marriage licenses to same-sex couples. Now, I wanted to point out a few things. Uh, uh, She comes out of jail to a a crowd of people holding up signs about Jesus, uh, appreciates you uh, sticking up uh, for his uh, hatred towards the gays, right? And uh, they were holding up white crosses. (laughs) And she comes out of here with Hillbilly Jim. Yeah, the farmer from uh, the the Water Boy. <laughs> yeah, that is her husband. That is her husband. Oh, uh, there he is. Yeah, he's her husband. He's a farmer friend. He's a real handsome devil. And uh, he's uh, what he's doing there is uh, is really sporting a great straw hat, his best straw hat, <laughs> his a nice best Sunday best, a nice pair of bib overalls, and a clean shirt. And Remember a those clean, big bills. Yeah, a clean shirt underneath. I'm actually disappointed that he came out with the shirt underneath his bib overalls. I think he should have went full shirtless if he really wanted to make a statement that he's from the deep dark parts of Kentucky. 
Why is the priest looking at her titties? Pulling her bra. That is a I, that's a weird still shot. He's really all over her. And the guy beside her, the guy beside uh, Kim Davis right there, oh, is no. Mike Huckabee. And Mike Huckabee is running for president Holy. of the United States of America hand for the hand. Republican uh, Party. God he came. Uh, pr- he went pretty far in the last election, actually. People love that guy. Yeah, Mike Huckabee. Uh, is really supporting this girl's uh, right to stick up for uh, sure Christian values. So I want to tell you what my, uh, I want. That's really the whole thing I wanted to show you. The Eye of the Tiger. What thing, a picture! The Eye of the Tiger thing is really uh, Survivor. Uh, the band Survivor, who recorded yeah. uh, uh, Eye of the Tiger, you know it's a great hit. My sister went to go see him at Lulu's in Kitchener one time, nice. and uh, they Legendary. opened they opened and closed with Eye of the Tiger. No, they didn't. Yeah, they like did. Like a real show? They he, She went to the, uh, the headliner of the night was Survivor. They, they the opened and twice. closed with the, with, with Eye of the Tiger. That's pretty generous. Really. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, like, and uh, people... In case pop, you missed it. People <laughs> pop for it like crazy both times. Hey, you want to hear that shit again? It's yeah. fucking awesome. I'm going to make the last one a real extended version of Eye of the Tiger. Remember Rocky? So Here Pete, you go. People that were going to that concert, what other song were they wanting to hear? That's it. Just that one. They gave them what they wanted. That's what I'm saying. I'm giving can a shout name, out to Survivor. Can you name another one? No, I can't name one more. There was ah, oh, sh- I can't play it twice or three times. Yeah, I would just play that song all night long. Just Eye of the Tiger all night over long. Just show Rocky again. movies on a big screen behind me. We're singing Eye of the Tiger. People are just wanting to fight. People are like, I remember when Mickey died. That was terrible. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, these what, what I, I'm a man of logic. I'm a man of logic, and uh, and with the Christians, I'm a Christian. You know, I'm a Catholic. You know, I'm a Catholic, a small C Catholic, right? So when you say Christian stuff like this, I get a little, I get a little, uh, uh, you know, upset about because it. it's me too, right? You're speaking for me. I don't agree with any of this shit. You know, like uh, if you read the New Testament, you know. And this is why I say the Old Testament. I hate the Old Testament. It's in there. I hate the Old Testament. And I do because it's bullshit. The way I understand the teachings of Christ, and just to get religious on everybody right now, is uh, that uh, he said uh, that old book you were reading was a piece of shit. And uh, what you should do is uh, uh, throw that book away. I don't like the Jewish uh, church. I don't like the Temple of Jerusalem. I don't like any of that crap. It's no good. Uh, I'm going to teach you my teachings, and that's the better way to go. And then the only thing that makes Christians Christians is the New Testament, right? And in the New Testament, if you read it front to back, which I've done many times as a Catholic, I do it all the time. Why wouldn't I? Take a nice hard dump and read the Bible. <laughs> right? So you, you sit on a John, you read the New Testament front to back, because uh, you had beets the night before, and it was really, it was nasty. Beet salad. Yeah, beet salad. You like, look down, you're like, what, a shot in the ass? No. Beats, just beats. John three sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, uh, but when you're re- when you're uh, reading the Bible, the New Testament, there's no word of uh, the gays anywhere in it. Not one time. All all, all he says is um, is uh, like like everybody, you know, treat them all well, you know, base them on their own care, you know, treat them like the, you know, like get to know the person and make your own judgment on them. You know, throw no stones. You know, some gay people are probably going to be assholes, but some of them are probably going to be real nice guys, you know? Just don't really judge it. The one thing I'm going to do to stick up for gay people, because I don't understand anybody hating a whole, like, community of people, right? And it never makes sense. If you meet, uh, the pe- only two people that hate gay people are people who have never met one, mm-hmm. 
or or uh, people that uh, have met one that's a real asshole. Those are the only two reasons to hate him. You meet a guy, you get along with him, you're, he's a friend of yours, and he's a gay guy, and right away you're like, ah, gay's not that bad. This guy's a good guy. You know, like, I don't understand. Yeah, he likes You meet the guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I might like a finger up my ass sometimes, but I'm not going to talk about it. You know, we're going to get along with our day. <laughs> you know, it's not a not anyone's concern in no. conversation. We're just having here nor there. No, I don't care. I'm not going to judge it. That guy seems pretty happy. You know, like, I'm happy he's happy. The other thing is, there's way too many goddamn people in the world. Everyone knows it. Back in the olden days, back in the olden days, you know, we needed people. We wanted to survive. We wanted to grow the, 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 the species of humans, you know. So, like, uh, everyone was uh, more, it was more of a need to procreate, to, to, to make the race, you know, the people get bigger. So, gay uh, homosexuals weren't... Uh, that uh, they were in line. Yeah, that didn't make sense, you know, because we're trying to re- procreate. Now we have way too many people. Gay people want to get together. They're not procreating. They're just like taking care of kids that already exist or whatever. And, and reaming uh, out buttholes, big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's good for the environment. It's like good for everything, you know. So just keep those guys doing that thing, and uh, it makes perfect sense to me. Like I don't see any problem with it. If we had not enough people, I'd be like, hey, gay guys, you know, I know what you like doing on the side, but maybe get a girl pregnant once in a while wouldn't hurt. We yeah, got plenty enough out. people. We got plenty enough people. We don't need them to do that. Go ahead and just a uh, couple loads, no big deal. Yeah, lickety split, barber trick. And also, if these guys are happy, having a good time, not bothering anybody, then what the fuck's the problem? Just get on with your own life. No problem. Don't bother them at all. You know, just do your do your job, woman. And that's what I say about that. Yeah. Did I cover all four of those? I think you got them all. You, you killed it. You nailed it. What about that parade they held? All right, I'm going to talk about that. It's a good thing you brought it up. The parade is one of the things that gay people do, and it's like, all right, all right, you know? You had to take old ladies and stuff like that, you know? And you had to, or p- parents, like our, like our grandparents or whatever, who had, like, just hated gay people, you know? They didn't get it at all. They wanted to make a lot of babies, you know? They wanted to make tons of people still in that time. And then they didn't like gays. They were, they were, they didn't get it. They never met one, but they didn't get it, you know? Then, uh, then our, then my parents' generation, you know, like they were like, still didn't meet around here. They didn't meet anybody. That's why they call them queer, right? Because it was different. It was different, right? Yeah. It was different. I don't know why they call them gay though, because it meant they were happy. Maybe that was the happiness. You didn't have to deal with a woman all the time. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, they're happy about something. They got called gay. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, they said it in the Flintstones that we'll have a gay old time. I was always snicker. Uh-huh, gay I was like, old oh, time. Fred's gonna be jerking off Barney out there. I know <laughs> that's gonna happen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Boston. They say you're fucking queer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. so. We end up having. Uh, we end up having. What was I saying here? So they. So I got that one. Old. You covered. You covered all of them. I think you, you covered all the guys too. People. Know. Yeah, so I got them. I got them. Hate gay people. Yeah. Nice work. Great. Covered. So let's do feedback. We got feedback. What do we got? We got. We got feedback. Oh, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. Uh, this week's feedback is brought to you by our great sponsors at Amazon. And if you go to our my website, livefromthedutchhall.com, you click on either of the American or the Canadian Amazon banner, and you do your Amazon shopping, some of that money comes back to help the show. Thank you to everybody who's purchased on the Amazon uh, link. Uh, it really, it really is nice that so many people have bought stuff. So. Uh, and also, we're brought to you by our good friends at VG Meats. they got a great coupon on my website. Uh, and if you go there and print it out, bring it into any of the locations of VG Meats in either Simcoe or Stony Creek, 
you get a great deal on steaks or ground beef, and uh, some of that money comes back to help the show too. So thank you to both of our sponsors. Did you hear that, VG? And we got that out of the way. How's that drive going, buddy? Yeah, and you know what, BG, we are going late. We are a little behind today. We might lose our bartender. You know, he has, he has a prior, an engagement, so keep an eye on the time there, Paul. I don't want to keep you if you're too long. But uh, anyways, we got feedback. We got feedback. This week was an awesome week of feedback. We got was feedback. It? Oh, yeah. We had t- more feedback than we've ever gotten based on the great honoring of Mike Bow last week. Oh, that's fantastic. And you know what? The ratings were really good, really strong, you know? I feel it had nothing to do with me and a lot to do with the bat cock. Yeah, you know, I agree. You know what the highest rated show prior to this one was? What was it? It was Spin Off City. Oh. You know, that was the last one we did. And and the girls took credit. The girls at uh, Life from Barbie Mansion in Tennessee, you know, the girls that uh, created our spin off program, they uh, blamed it on the fact that we had a, a picture of a pretty girl hey. on our, um, uh, on our Works episode. Works every bike, time. You know, and they said the pretty girls what got them. Well, I'll tell you what Trump's pretty girl. It's big, juicy bat cock. <laughs> because uh, we smoked the numbers. And I'll tell you, uh, no one shared it. No one liked it. Like, it was very few people. Like, way less than normal. People were just keeping it to themselves. Yeah, they just uh, did not want to show any affiliation or they didn't want to endorse it publicly. But they were going to listen to it because they had a juicy bat cock on the cover. <laughs> And that bat was pimping, man. That bat was pimping. The one I, I thought that was Mrs. Jenner. That was a bat cock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe she feels like she's more of a bat than a woman, you know, and we could get another change in her still. It would be great entertainment. <laughs> I, I, I actually think, I actually think, you know, those, that, you know, the mom from the Kardashians, you know, that Chris yeah, Jenner? Yeah. yeah. I think that broad. Maybe she's a bat. No, I think she, I think she uh, brainwashed him. She oh. brainwashed uh, uh, Bruce. And she made him go uh, into a into to be a transgender. He had no ambition to. He loves women. He's always loved women. He's been an Olympian, banging women left and right. You know, he's got he attractive women his whole life. He's Gold been medals. still says he loves it, even though he's a woman now. He still says he loves it. So she didn't want him to be. Uh, she didn't want him to like men. So she just brainwashed him slowly. He just sat there in the background. She slowly drugged she didn't his, clean her his, genitals. his meals, right? And then she made him be a girl so that she could say this show is going to sell way better if we make an Olympian a, a, a girl, right? Turns out nobody gives a shit about it, right? No. Actually, no one does give a shit about it. I don't think anyone watches that show. It's terrible. It's like an old lady talking about clothes all the time. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> if anyone wants to watch it, it's up. Oh, I do not endorse it. So feedback, we got feedback. We were uh, we were lucky this week to get feedback from a lot of different sources. We got some good feedback from uh, our sponsor Kyle VG, which we mentioned where he said we're on a real roll. Our last three shows were dynamite, and he said uh, keep it up. And I really appreciate that because we don't know if they're good or bad when we do them. But I did kind of have a feeling that since our great flop of Turkey Point, which was <laughs> which was ruined by bad planning. Uh, we've really been kind of putting in some decent performances here, so I'm I'm, I'm excited about what the, sh- the direction the show is going. And when we went to that party at Lakeside Vista, we uh, had a lot of people who came up to me who listened to the show that I hadn't talked to before about it or didn't know them. One of our super fans, Steve Martin, came up to me. He had to get going, but he stayed around a little bit longer, introduced himself, said he heard my voice on the microphone because I was emceeing. And he, and he recognized it from the show. And he nice said he, warm blanket. He'd sit around and introduce himself. So it was real nice to meet a super fan. So thank you to Steve Martin. He had a lot, voice, of nice, a lot of nice things to say about the show. Yeah. Nice to see you. That's great. Did he ask you to play on the dog's nest? What does that mean? 
<laughs> I don't know what that means. Does he know what that means? Is that an inside joke? Yes. All right. So uh, the uh, I don't know what I got here. So the Haitian feedback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we want to we want to welcome new listeners this week from uh, Bloomfield, Connecticut, oh, yeah. uh, Leipzig, Germany. And uh, Oroski Bailey Potok in the Czech Republic. Whoa, yeah, that's, that's a, a handle. Yeah. Wow, that's f- beautiful. Wow, that's impressive. Where the heck is my notes? Oh, they're on the back. Oh, man, I had all my notes backwards. Such a beautiful book. Okay, there we go. Also, we had, you know what we had listeners from this week? We had listeners from Lubach, Texas. You know, like uh, we're whaling, where you go to Luke. Lukenbach. Oh, that's Lukenbach. This is just Lubach. Lubach. Son of a bitch. It's the home of Texas Tech. Oh, Texas Tech. Yeah, the Texas Tech people have been listening to our show. They're partying down there today. And not just one. We've had a few listeners from Texas Tech. Word up, Texas Tech. Yeah, let's have a shout out to Texas Tech. Thanks for the listen. Oh, my my crowd is really stingy today. Also, we had uh, listeners from uh, Smith's Falls, Ontario, and uh, Hurgo... Her, <laughs> here, hug, o, o ward, North Holland. Oh, is that Richland? It's from North Holland. Oh, <laughs> is North Holland past Friesland? No, North Holland is Friesland. North Holland is Friesland. Oh yes. Oh, with the voice the of the is made of snow. <laughs> we are so milky white. We are so milky white because we are from the north. We blend in with the snow. <laughs> What, they get kicked in the balls? Or what? Our, co- our cocks voice? are really small as well. <laughs> I like the other cows. I stand on, I stand on a bench. But I can only get... I'm a good primer. <laughs> hey, what's... <laughs> uh, My name is Ripa Krishna. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, what's his name, Dirk? You're losing the list. Dirk Nowitzki? No, the the guy, the, the Frieslander from the Dutch soccer team. What's his name? Oh, Dirk Koit. Dirk Koit's one of the best soccer players ever. Hey, you guys. That's what right he out the yells. Goonies. He's right he out also the is a star of such movies as the Goonies. <laughs> Dirk Koit. I love Dirk Koit. He's a great player, man. He, he gives her shit. Right? Works hard. You think he's going to be at the next one? No, he's too white. Too, too oh, white. You said that last one, he's still there. I know, he's a workhorse. He's really good. Anyways, you also got feedback from uh, this girl. We talked a little bit about it earlier. The girl at the uh, uh, the uh, the music the party that we oh, talked to, yes. who just loved the show, and she mm, gave us a bunch of feedback. Something else. And I just wanted to, I want to thank her for all that feedback. Keep it coming, you sweet. I'd like to thank her for just being her. Yeah, she's <laughs> terrific. What she did say is she's a Dutch girl herself. What she did say was that there's uh, also she, from Brabant. That uh, we may not be aware of the other kind of scent. Mm. That that comes from that region. The uh, old Orshat. The old Orshat. Oh yes. <laughs> the old Orshat. I have never smelled it myself, but I might have smelled it that day. There was something coming off of her. I have smelled it. And and it's, a, it's a real treat. You know what it is? It's captivating. It's captivating. I got to tell you, I got lost in it. I got lost in it. It was the equivalent of being trapped by the musk. I've only given the musk. <laughs> right. We've never, never received. I've never received it. It was my first time. I'm confused. You're talking about pubic hair. <laughs> No, we're talking about the scent that comes off the people from Brabant. 
And Women also produce. I guess. I guess. Sense. I got caught in the whiff, too. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> you know who we also have to recognize this week is our Listener of the Week. You know what? I always want to recognize Ryan Vandenbush because he's not been a Listener of the Week yet, and he's always been a great supporter of the show. He even become a sponsor this week. But you know what you don't do, Ryan? You don't share my episodes. You don't share it at all. A guy this week, he just meets me out of nowhere, gives me a follow on Twitter, shares an episode on Twitter. He makes a, a whole... Uh, uh, you know, puts me in this group that he's made about really? other places in Norfolk. You know, everything going on in our area. I'm one of the things going on. You know, he did all these nice stuff for me. I didn't, I didn't even know the guy. He just out of nowhere, does it? Well, what am I supposed to do? Ignore him this week? Am I supposed to ignore listener of the week, Eric Sukmanowski? Sukmanowski, you're the listener of the week. This, this is, is your week. week. All right. <laughs> Eric Sukmanowski. So, Pete, you want Bushy to lick your nuts? And say, Pete, I love you to pieces, and put you on the web? Come on. What are you talking about? You're not even making any goddamn sense anymore. I don't know what you've been doing, Big Basket, all day long, but right now I'm not understanding a word you say. <laughs> I'm talking sense over here. <laughs> We're going to get on. You know what? The only thing get we have to do. It. Get on with it. What we have to recognize, uh, what, uh, what has become uh, stalwart super fans, what it is, is it's, it's almost a little, a little unnerving when people like the show so much that they go to the extent where they make their own podcast based on uh, based on a rebuttal to your show. It's a little overwhelming. They've made the first uh, two episodes. I listened to the second episode today. They're, of course, this, this show is called Life from Barbie Mansion. It's the first spinoff of Life from the Dutch Hall. And uh, these girls are two episodes deep into it now. And uh, you can see I'm getting a little more comfortable trying things out, right? Very it's nice. like you can see the growth there. We really uh, appreciate these girls giving a good go. And they've been open to any feedback we'd like to give them. But they do throw some harsh comments at our uh, our way through their program, wow. and uh, they really do like call us on our stuff. The one thing I can say about these girls is they're very curious. They ask a lot of questions about Canada. The one girl's from the deep, deep south, you know, deep south. They ask about her igloos, and they and she says anything north of like Memphis is just like the moon, you know. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on anywhere up there, you know. So she's uh, she's very curious about Canada. And what they did was they invited us uh, when we were down in Nashville to to uh, be the judges in a Halloween party that's uh, being hosted that week. And, and unfortunately, we're going to have to respond. We cannot attend because I have to get back to our children who are going out trick-or-treating that night. But thank you very much for the invitation. Any other time, it would have worked out perfectly. And maybe we'll have another opportunity to come down there for something similar. Just in the judge future. something. Yeah, they wanted us to judge something. It's like my favorite pastime, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you can best. let me go in front of people and just judge them, you know? <laughs> Especially Halloween, you get a bunch of girls dressed scantily clad, you know, mm. like things that they would regret any other day of the year. Like things women. they would never wear any other day of the year. And then that that day, I get to look at them and judge them as they're dressed as the hoary uh, nun or something, you know, like whatever it is. What the fuck are you doing? Just ruining the show and you're just playing bullshit? I can't even hear it. You know, you're just playing something no one understands. You know, Mr. Ruben Bostic has proven to be unfantastic. I never thought I'd be getting heckled on the own show, my own show. By a guy just playing bullshit in there, just being disruptive, you know? Mr. Boombastic, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Maybe I'll still wait a few weeks next time <laughs> before the invite. Oh, I heard your feelings, eh, Boombastic? <laughs> His feelings are hurt. Sensitive. This is the jar of hate. We're on the brown liquor. We don't, uh, we don't hold back. It gets nasty by the end. <laughs> the only thing we got to do yet is uh, welcome our good buddy. We get our feedback from him every week. He's our, he's our good friend. He's a Haitian dwarf. Let's hear it for him. Uh, 
I love that word. I, I clean it up again, eh? Another clean episode. Irrigating. <clears throat> so Asian Dwarf reaches out to us every week. He's a good friend of the show, and this week's no exception. He gave us five stars on iTunes feedback. Five stars, as usual. Thank you, Asian Dwarf. Thanks, HG. And... Um, Anyhow, he, uh, this is his feedback for this week. He says, Mike Bowe is the bomb. Oh, yeah, Haitian, I feel the same about you, bud. Uh, he goes, he's been carrying charters for years. Eves Van Dyke has nothing on Michael. <laughs> oh, Eves, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to hear that, buddy, when you're in the room. Yes, fuck off. <laughs> Eve, you're a bit of a one-trick pony. I have the fuck off on him. <laughs> yes. So, anyways, that's Haitian Dwarf feedback. Did you know he's such a big fan of yours? I didn't know that. I, I had no idea. It's the first time uh, I ever heard any sort of feedback to to support for Mike Bow. Yeah. From from HD. Usually you're unmentioned. Yeah. He's mentioned Charter a number of times. Apparently he uh, likes the band leader much better than the guy that writes the music. I appreciate it. Well, I think everyone does. If you really get to know both of you, there's uh, really no comparison. <laughs> you know, like uh, Charter is just a horrible person. So uh, would uh, would you pull from the jar, Paul? Hey, what I wanted to tell you, Paul, is those Barbie Mansion girls from Tennessee, they think that you are my cousin, Ben. Yes. They describe it all the time as a, someone they met on the trip. Paul Van Dyke. And they call him Paul. And I got to tell you, tell these girls, you're, Paul wasn't there. Paul wasn't, I was there. I was in Bristol before. But, but not, not, not And that you trip also were in Australia before, too, weren't you? With my cousin, Ben. Yeah, yeah. that's how maybe yeah. that's how they got mixed up. They got mixed up. It's an easy it's an easy mistake to make. They sound the same and everything, but they are Her, not. They're totally different people. Ben and, totally uh, different people. Ben and Blondie had a real nice conversation at the end of the night. It was a real treat to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I bet. His damn charm, eh? His damn charm is... Ben, he's a real charmer. Yeah, he's got a nice charm. He's a great guy. So... Um, that's feedback. We got feedback this week. Paul, did you pull one out, or did you pull one American, out for us? American units of measure. All right. I, this is the thing about American units of measure, you know? Yes. I don't understand, eh? It seems like somewhere back in the 70s or 80s or whatever it was when I was a young man, they decided, you know, we were using the same system the Americans were, you know, miles and, uh, you know, like a quarter-inch socket and yeah. all this shit, you know? And then all of a sudden they said to us, you know what? The rest of the world's going metric, so we're all going to go metric, right? Because the whole world's doing it. We're all going to do the same thing together. It's going to make us all be like one big place together. We're Canada's all in. measuring our cocks with the same unit of measure. Yeah. You know, it brings us together. So what happened was, uh, uh, you know, uh, we decide to go metric. We do it all the way. And then the Americans say, fuck that. We're not doing it. And then now they get to have the old unit. They didn't have to learn nothing new. Nope. And then we're sitting up in here like, Trying to get a a mixed breed here, a, you know, yeah. Trying to get a half inch wrench on a thirteen millimeter it's socket. It's an eleven. And swear, what is that? I don't know what Fuck, eleven. It's a bunch of bullshit. Is. You know, I don't three, get any. Three quarters nineteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember that. Why do we gotta remember so two? Remember. Yeah, why do I do Celsius and Fahrenheit conversions in my head all the time? Yeah, and it's like because they still live. If if they would have just joined the deal, if those Americans would have just freaking went with us. You know what? The rest of the world, like you can't just have your own thing. They don't even have the same thing as the British. They made up their own unit, yeah. right? They made yeah. up their own measurement. Acres. Three point two one eight is a. <laughs> oh, we have a bit of a of a computer over there. He knows all the <laughs> conversions. Apparently knows. Ben ba- boom, it's Mr. like ba- a conversion app on your phone. Holy shit! I had no <laughs> idea. This guy is is Gentleman really something. And a scholar. It's really something. <laughs> 
How many uh, feet are in a meter? I would say it's uh, 3.2. What? <laughs> 3.218. Oh, 3.218. Oh, sorry. I was pretty you close, the, though. You got the uh, decimal point wrong. This is great. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> he is very much an encyclopedia of, uh, of measure, measure. He is. I really like him. So, this is a great talent. You don't expect a guy to come on your show. He's just got some Rayman ability to convert <laughs> things. You know, it's a real treat. So, we got... Uh, we got uh, these units of measure. All I'm saying is, if they would have fucking joined the party when we did, you know, we'd have no problems. And now we got to sit there and watch these people just south of us having the nice pleasure of going 90 miles an hour in their car. Yeah, that's right. And we're going, like, that used to be cool. And we did that too, you know. Yeah. We're going goddamn 120 or 140, whatever the fuck that is, yeah. you know. I get it now. You know, some things I get, but some things I can't get my head around. You know, like when I'm using tools, I can't get my head around the new measurements. But when I'm using... uh. One mile is approximately 1.609 kilometers. <laughs> Thank you. I was wondering about that. 1.609? I thought it was 1.608 all these years, but I was wrong. All right, pull it out again. We're done uh, with this one. Hey, Mastic. Irrigation, man. Irrigation. Uh, now... With irrigation, I don't know, for, the, cock. for those people who don't know anything about agriculture, which I think is another chip in there, uh, is people that don't know anything about agriculture. We'll make this a double. Mm-hmm. Well, I have one chip in there that says people that don't know anything about agriculture, and I have another chip Combine that says it. irrigation, right? And irrigation, uh, you're pretty upset about that because no one wants to be harvesting and irrigating at the same time. That's when you have to water your crop, you know, for people mm-hmm. that don't know anything about farming. It's when you have to water your crop, right? Yeah, so you have to control the water that you're getting because you're getting none from Mother Nature. And you have to check on it because if it breaks down, you're fucked. You just <laughs> blow a big hole in your field, right? Yeah, you know? in, my, in my case, you got to check on it every hour or two. Yeah, so you're not sleeping. Zero you know? sleep. Yeah, so it's, a, it's not a fun time. It's never fun, you know? You, you watch a lot of old movies. Yes, that's what I was getting to. <laughs> And one of the time you just had to irrigate a couple weeks ago, and you didn't have to irrigate this week, right? Yeah, we we did actually. You irrigated this week we too. We did. We've been missing everything, so irrigation is just a headache. Oh yeah, but when you irrigate, you get to watch great movies. You do. At about two or three in the morning, there's some great movies on. And one of them, uh, the one you watched last week, is one I'd like you to talk to you about. Is a great Revenge of the Nerds Part Two. Part Two, oh, yes, nice. Part Two, yes. Right, a real classic. One of the more classic S- Part Twos. Oh, a cinematic uh, feat. Is what I I think about it. Was it. A, a real a real treat. What's the brief synopsis of the plot line of well, the movie? Well, I got into it late. I got into it late, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. So uh, did you catch up to that? Yeah, then I caught up. I caught up. Poindexter actually uh, was coming up with a great plan to uh, get revenge on uh, <laughs> the preppies that have taken over, and they're going to kick them out of the school. And they uh, found a bunch of weapons in the middle of uh, a forest. What? Yeah, and drove right into a pool with a tank. My goodness! And took over this party. <laughs> Spoiler. Put the preppies to yeah. Put the preppies to end. It was now, a great time. No, I don't know if you if you saw this part, but was Ogre uh, uh, one of the tri lambs in this movie? Ogre, of course, was a tri lamb, but he had to hang out. He was hanging out with the old the losers. So these guys were going to uh, uh, like a, I believe that they were going to a conference in like that's right. It was a big conference. A big conference, but they all went except for the guy that was on ER, the Goose Man from Top Gun. Yeah, exactly. Same guy. The Goose Man from Top Gun. And stayed yeah. at home with a broken leg or something. Yeah. Is that right? Injured. Injured, right? <laughs> What's this yes. got to do with irrigating? Didn't want to be in it. Well, you watch That's these movies. That's what you're watching while you're irrigating. Yeah. 
You know, you know what? You should know better than that. Of course, this is what it's about. You know about irrigating. You're a man of the world, Boombastic. You know about this stuff. I irrigate all kinds of women. <laughs> oh. Oh. In the water sports, I suppose. At the end of it, though, Ogre, who is a muscle head, right. ends up converting to the nerds. That was in the first movie. Oh, no, that's number no, two. It's the end of number two. Fantastic. Oh, he was still with the Alpha Betas? I thought of the first movie. He converted. Oh, I thought that was the, the Friends of the Nerds ones. Uh, you're incorrect, Peter. Wow, I learned something every day. Thank you very much. This is why you're gay. That's why we vent our <laughs> frustrations. Yeah, so we learn stuff like that. What are you up to? Oh, I don't like that question. <laughs> I don't like it at one bit. And I'll tell you why. I was over. I, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm up to, okay? So mind your own business, right? <laughs> mind your own goddamn this business. It's in the jar, I hate. It's in the jar, yeah. I put that one in there myself. Because people what ask me you? people ask me what I'm up to all the time. I'm oh. always like, just shut the fuck up. You're inquisitive. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to talk to you about what I'm doing. I don't care. You know, when I, when I, when I was proud of what I was doing, I would tell them, you know? But now I'm like, ah, you know, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I do that in the winter. So be quiet. Yeah, yeah. I don't Just know. Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. I don't know how to answer this question. So I was over at the marina, and I was uh, having to pay a bill, and um, and uh, this guy comes up to me. I used to work with him at the at the co-op back in the day. An old guy, an old an old man. He comes up to me and he's like, "What are you up to now, uh, Pete?" And I said to him, uh, "You know, I'm re- I'm retired. You know, I said I'm retired. I was trying to make light of the situation that I'm." Uh, 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 you know, going through a transition in my life, a difficult one. So then I go like, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, just retired. You know, I want to make light of it. So then he goes, uh, oh, yeah, you know, but your wife's still working hard. And I said, uh, you know, I'm uh, kind of, you know, I'm kind of working hard too, you know. But then he goes, uh, you know, uh, so you decided just to be a lazy bum, eh? You know, mooch off your wife. You know, that's what he says to me. And I'm like, uh, oh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream. Yeah, you fucking. Oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> I want to strangle you so bad right now. I'm sorry I ever said hello to you, you know? <laughs> I just hate, I was so angry at the time, you know? I was like, ah, he doesn't know. He's just trying to be nice, just trying to bust my balls, I guess. Just trying to be a, you know, like a. Work so you over. Busy at the co-op. Yeah, I know. He's, and so. Anyways, I'm like, uh, that. Uh, that's why I don't like that question anymore. That's why it's in the jar, jar hate. Jar hate, yeah. And uh, I just want to say on the record, uh, fuck that guy. Uh, why the, f- what the what fuck is wrong with you? What do you think he's do- so busy at the co-op doing? Yeah, down uh, he's, at the he, boat he, marina as well. No, he's just working at the marina. He's just like driving around boats. Right? But he's an old man. He deserves to have a retirement. You know, I'm a, I'm a middle-aged man. I should be uh, still like a... a Going at a high level, you know, uh, I guess. Should make, you be? Is that a rule? I guess so. If I made the same decisions that this guy did, then at the same point in his life, he was driving a sprayer and he was making like uh, a modest salary and, you know, scraping by. So he's saying, what the fuck yeah, does this guy, have, you know, get to be, get to have a better life than I did at his age, you know? I was like, well, I'm just fucking made better moves than you did. So shut up. Yeah. You know, what's your business for? Just leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what I'm doing. So. That's what I say. Like, what was my what? What the fuck is wrong with people? Is mind your own goddamn business. Exactly. I know some of it's just being polite. If there, if I, if I didn't have if I wasn't sensitive about it, guy says, "Hey, what are you up to?" I'm like, oh, I don't know. I go to work every day. I say I, six foot. Yeah, six what are you up foot. To? Six foot. Ah, uh, see, I'm not. I'm not like good enough. You've always been good with just talking to people. Like, like when they uh, ask me what I'm up to, that's why I say 100 percent of the time. Six uh, foot. 
That's a genius move. Then you can avoid the whole situation. You don't have to lie at all. And if they don't understand you, they're retarded anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so don't go Four centimeters. Oh, wow. In jogging pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boom, Bostick. Oh, boom, Bostick. You're good for a good line. So do you have anything else in that jar? Or is it empty? We have sports break. Like, do you have anything for sports break? Oh, well, well, well. <laughs> We're talking about cocks and balls. He shoots his balls and all. We're talking about cocks and balls and sports stuff. All right, sports break, Michael. This week in sports. Sports break is sponsored by Brabant Musk. It burns your nostrils, and it also burns something else. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot it. Sports breaks? There's lots of sports breaks. Anybody got any any hot ones? Well. The big controversy is all about Tom Brady. Pretty boy Tom Brady these days. Well, he's fucking playing tonight. They're playing the Steelers. He's probably going to fucking kick ass. They, They got rid of his suspension. The NFL's fucked. They all do crazy shit, but they're amazing athletes. Just deal with it, people. Get right. over it. Yeah, it's a, it's just a fucking. It's a, all an entertainment. That it's, it's a, a it's huge. a piece of entertainment they're trying to sell to the general public. They don't they don't what give a Kessel? shit. Kessel or for the Penguins? Is that what you're talking about? What do you got there? I think Kessel. We talked we talked this before, but Kessel for the Penguins is gonna, they're going to be great. He's going to be a great fit there. He's going to end up probably. Uh, not having all the pressure off him, he's going to light it up. Do you guys hear the big news? He lost 13 pounds. Oh, he's coming in not fat. He usually comes in fat, right? That's two, uh, 235 he's coming in at. Uh, you know, I always <laughs> like the guys that came in fat to camp and got in trouble for it. Like, who is the one rushing Dustin always? Bufflin was a big one. Bufflin always came in fat. I think it was... Awesome playoff Was it uh, well, Bure? I heard Fanuf liked them beefed up a little bit in the bedroom. Whoa. <laughs> 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 what? Oh, boom, Boston. Oh, boom, Boston. Uh, this, uh, you know, he's dating that uh, that girl that was on the TV, a kids' TV show, right? The, I think they're married. They're married, right? Yeah. That, uh, that Atlantis Morissette. So, no, that was, popular uh, mechanics for kids. Alicia, yeah, popular mechanics for kids. Alicia Cuthbert, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, and uh, I love when Sean Brady or you no, know, Sean, uh, not Sean Avery, <laughs> Avery Sean Avery. I was playing golf with Sean Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Sean Avery went on there because he used to date her. Oh, yeah. And then uh, he said, I hope uh, he likes my sloppy seconds. And yes, then the guy in huge trouble for it. I think he made a lot of cost him his job. You know, like I don't, I don't think that was kind of one of the things that no, got him out of the league. Remember when Avery was waving his hands in front of who was playing that? Brodeur. Brodeur, Brodeur, Brodeur yeah. yeah. That cost him his job. Oh, yeah. I like both of those moves. That was a great move. And he's a, he's a great villain. He sells a sport. He's yeah. like uh, everyone hated him. People come to the arena to hate that guy, you know. Like they would just. He's like a Kyle Van Dyke. He's like a he's like a, a rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. You know, he really lights things up. The only other sports break thing I want to talk about, I don't want to be I'll brief on it, is uh, you hear about Jimmy Superfly Snuka? Uh, you know Snuka. You know Jimmy Snuka. I love Snuka. Yeah. yeah, he jumped off the top of the cage. One of you know, the greats. One of the greats. At Madison Square Gardens. And uh, he, there was a legendary story, and and, uh, and they never was brought up where he he killed his girlfriend, like there was a where a girl a girl he was with died, you know, and uh, went away, you know, just went away forever, and now uh, he got arrested for it as yeah. like a seventy one year old man or something like yeah, that, like old a beaten up man. Yeah, and I, it's like he he even if he committed this crime, it's like Bill Cosby too, you know, like I don't, 
I think Bill Cosby did these crimes when he was a younger man, and uh, you know, quaaludes were like a part of yeah, it was a hot thing. Uh, the culture in the seventies, everyone's doing quaaludes and stuff like that. Everyone made bad moves in the seventies, like it was seventies were real bullshit times, you know. Like everyone did bad things. It was a time of excess. So not, you, not everybody raped seventy five women. Not everyone raped uh, <laughs> no that many women, you know. He did go they a bit did. overboard. He went, yeah. yeah, I'm not condoning Bill Cosby, by the way. You know, I was gonna, be, uh, I was gonna say that, but I'm just saying it was a different time. Like they, there was like. That guy, uh, you know, he was a younger man. He, he wouldn't make those same decisions today. I'm sure Bill Cosby wouldn't do that. He's just learned his lesson through becoming an old man. You know, he's just not thinking of pussy as much anymore because he's an old man. And Sno- Snuka was all jacked up on uh, probably steroids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Now, my question probably is... Probably cocaine. I believe yeah, cocaine. Right, maybe a little bit of coke. But my question is, when he goes to jail, you think he's still wearing those leopard pants? The old uh, tights? When you in jail? Well, I'll, tell you <laughs> well, I'll tell you something, brother. <laughs> we want to come down to the jail and be wearing my headband. And I'm going to be going up on the top row of that uh, cell. And if I'm in the top bunk. And, uh, <laughs> what, what, is this Sean Connery? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a great snooker impression. Snuka. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you something, brother. <laughs> come you to the like- heavens. No, he didn't make any fucking sense, Snuka. You know, no. he just they let him talk. That's back in the days when they didn't write anything for the wrestlers. Yeah. They just let the wrestlers just talk, and none of them made any fucking sense no. at all. Like the Bombastic today on the oh, show. Really? <laughs> this is about sports. Oh Isn't yeah. The Dutch playing Kazakhstan. Oh, let's not talk about those Bombastic. Uh, it's sad you. times in Hip Holland does. Uh, what is that? The soccer team? Yes. No, 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 We won't talk about anything bad news. Let's get back in that jar and empty it out. You got Justin Bieber. Justin oh, Bieber. We all must say. What I say when people come in, like, come into the hall, we say, hey, if you have any problems with anything, what you do is you put it in the jar of hate. And so my nephew Spencer, uh, my bartender's son, he came into the hall and he saw the jar of hate. He asked me that. I told him the rules. I said, you put it in a, anything you hate. You just write it on a, a poker chip and we'll put it in the in the jar. And uh, Spencer says, I hate Justin Bieber. And I said, uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber. And he said, yeah, Justin Beaver. And I said, Justin Beaver? Beaver? I kept saying that. And he goes, yes, what do you don't want to get about it? Justin Beaver, you know? <laughs> so I wrote it, Justin Beaver, and I put it in the jar. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about it. I have that's to say, his... Paul is a pretty smart son. He doesn't like Justin Beaver. doesn't like him one bet. So I'm saying you raised him right, Paul, so congratulations. <laughs> yeah, to you got damn right. Because Justin Bieber, at very least, you know, you can say about the kid, he got a lot. He, his priorities are a little bit mixed up. What he is is a world class douchebag, you know? <laughs> and we don't need to really uh, take credit for him in this country, you know. Though we no, have we to, don't. he's one of our citizens or why, whatever. Why he's doing? Where is he right now? I don't he, know what he's he doing. Stratford. No, he's not ours. Every piece of shit act that we have, we send down that way. You know, like if you want to go see people we don't like, they're down there. <laughs> we didn't keep him here. Like, no. Jesus Christ. Anyways, what, uh, what is the Stratford Theater? The Avon. The Avon Theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a nice played, theater. He hasn't, there, he hasn't played there. No, he hasn't played no. the. He's, at the he's Stra- used to busk outside of it though. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, no, well. I got I got four girls. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, well, that's, yeah. That explains you that. got his autograph. <laughs> Well, I think he's. Uh, I, I I dislike him. Let's go to the next one. What's left? That's it. That's it. The jar is empty. All right. Well, we have one more segment to do. This is a little treat, and it's like we're going to do it to close the show. It's a segment uh, that we um, have from these uh, girls from Tennessee. What they sent us in was uh, 
Hey, Kyle, it? how's that drive going, bud? You making it in there? Yeah, we're, we're going to pull you into right, right now yeah, and Milton? have. In Milton right now? <laughs> That's the goal. We're going to take our sponsor right to his destination. We're going to take him there and just talk into his ear, soothe him gently into his final destination Toronto's so he enjoys so pepperettes. <laughs> All right, so these girls, these girls from uh, Life from Barbie Mansion, and I think you can get them on Podbean. If you go on Podbean, you can see Life from the Barbie Mansion if you want to check these girls out. But these girls, uh, they they did a segment of their show, which I'm going to steal some audio from, and it's uh, where they told jokes about Canadians. Now, what they've done is I believe they've cheated. They've cheated, and they've stolen jokes from the Internet. And I will tell you, some of these jokes are good 20 years old, at least, maybe 30. Oh, no. Some of them are old, old jokes. Here in Live from the Dutch Hall, you know what? We don't say funny things all the time. <laughs> but the funny things we do say are written by us, not by anybody else. We didn't steal it from the internet. We didn't read anybody else's jokes. We make up our own jokes because we're not we're funny people, you know. If you want to cheat and get stuff off the internet, that's up to you. It's a horse's batoot. But what I'm going to do now is going to play these play some of the show for you, and we're going to be just go through these Canadian jokes. I'll see what you say what you say about them. Pete Van Dyke, um, Mike Bo, and Paul the bartender, we love you, FYI, and uh, Jane. I want to give oh, you a shout, shout out, out as well. Jane. So, um, Thank I can't- you. Now I want to say before we get any further with that, did you hear that shout out? They said Pete Van Dyke, Mike Moe, Paul the bartender, and Jane, my wife. Yes. Right? Who's missing out of that? Who's missing out of that? The man that writes the music for the show, Dave yeah, Charters. Yeah, they did not say Dave Charters. Who uh, said <laughs> Dave Fafar? Go fuck yeah, wrote him theme songs. Two him. theme songs. Two theme songs. He's a man that writes most of the music for their show. He doesn't write the opening. They got some hot shot to write that opening. Yeah. It's okay, girls. We yeah. feel the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Mr. Bombastic? You could you could write anything you want, Mr. Bombastic. You're really on a roll today. You really really just spite the show up. So. Anyways, listen to this. Listen to this first joke. I came across some jokes, and I wanted to run them by um, Downtown Brown and Mother Hen to see what you guys thought. I don't like Mother Hen. All right, we'll go with Sarah G. Well, okay. Yeah, we're not okay, going to call her Mother Hen anymore. So the first one she I came like was, we'll is, why don't Canadian women wear sleeveless dresses? Why don't Canadian women wear sleeveless dresses? Any guesses? It's because an old joke. Because it's cold. I don't know. That's the fucking stupidest. They're uh, hairy armpits. Ah, let's listen. Uh, do they have like hairry armpits or something? Oh, you think just like her? Is that what they do? Do they not shave their armpits? Um, they aren't allowed to bear arms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were not allowed to bear arms, right? That's a, that, boy. That's a hoot. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we're we are we don't have any gun. We can we're allowed to bear arms if you want to shoot something. Like if you want to have a kill a deer and eat it, yeah. you, know, you can you can bear arms here. We don't we're not against it. Actually, if the girls come down in November, they're talking about coming up here. We're doing a joint show, like a combined show in November. We got to work Wait out the dates. Big drops his pants and see if we're bearing arms. And then uh, <laughs> so I'm taking these girls out shooting guns because I know it's what they like. Oh, we're gonna take really? them skeet shooting at my good friends. I know exactly where you're taking them. And uh, and I think we're all have a great time there. I just lined it up today. We got it all worked out. So hopefully we'll take these or if these girls are up for it, we're gonna take them skeet shooting and let them get their. They can all- feel at home. Yeah, they can get all their gun rage out here in Canada. (laughs) I have one. I have one. Um, So why um, don't Mexicans live in Canada? No, I'm going to tell you right here. They went on a racist tangent. There's a lot of Mexicans that live in Canada. Yeah, there's a lot of Mexicans that live in Canada. And and so, any guesses as why the Mexicans uh, don't live in Canada? Which which they do. 
At least part of the year. Yeah, right now. Any cold? <laughs> okay. Why? Why? Wait, 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 wait. Um, they can't run that far. Oh. And now uh, that's oh, the punchline. That's a shot at the Mexicans. What? what it is? Just a racist joke, plain old racist. There's no other way to look at that joke. And and I'll tell you right now, you know what Canadians do? You know what Canadians do when we bring Mexicans into this country? We fly them in and pay their airfare. You're goddamn right. And give them health and health insurance. What? We do. We do. We goddamn. They're working for you. Yeah. Yeah. And in the states, when they come in, they bitch them, but they run in. Not all Mexicans work for you. And like some Mexicans that fly in to work here. Sure they do. Sure they do. The, so you don't pay everybody's airfare into this country? No, no, but what I'm saying is the same ones that are jumping over the border to go into the States are the same ones that are coming in the offshore program up here. Yeah. And then they're, and we're taking them in uh, legally, paying for their airfare, giving them, uh, giving them health insurance because we need them to do work for us, and we're building skills where they're sometimes up here for eight months of the year. They become great managers of uh, of. Uh, farming operations up here and uh, really uh, relied upon people that work these operations and everyone that brings them up here is appreciative to have them hell yeah and in the states all you hear on the news at least is that they're bitching that uh, the mexicans are coming here and taking all our jobs you know and and uh, we're saying well they're doing jobs that we need them for up here and that's why we're happy to pay money to get them up here if the local people would do it we wouldn't have to but these guys are doing it, and they're doing it well. Didn't you see that thing in the news uh, a couple weeks ago that the re- like there's something about the refugee? Yeah, yeah, from Delta. Syria. Yeah. No, and uh, not Delta, Canada. Yeah, yeah. Did they get made? What was that? Well, right now there's a bunch of uh, Syrian refugees that are pouring out of Syria. I think they said I forget the number they said on the news this morning. It was like a ridiculous amount that have left the country. Like um, I think it's in is it millions now or something, or at least hundreds of thousands of people. You know, it's like tons. Of, it's a lot of people, and they're all fleeing out of Syria because it's a really bad situation there, and they're going into different countries in Europe and they're being blocked. And one of the kids that was uh, uh, one of the uh, families that was trying to come to canada before this all became like at the at the crisis level that it is now they applied for citizenship to canada to immigrate to canada the mp from bc uh, submitted the application to the uh, minister of uh, in, of immigration or whatever and uh they denied the application right and then they show a whole bunch of home videos of this boy you know happy cute kid you know just enjoying himself with his brother and stuff like that and then they cut the pictures of him dead on the beach and being like, because he would try to come over on this ship that capsized and then he died, you know? And they washed up to shore, the same kid they showed the video of. And they said if the government would have just allowed this family to come over, this kid would be alive, right? That's the whole thing they're pinning on the government now. And uh, so that's a big uh, deal because there's an election right now and everybody's trying to make the gov- everyone look bad. And they're saying, this is you, if you would have done your job in, in Canada, we take on these refugees, we like try to take in people and be a good helper to the world you know and so you say you're not doing that as canadians we want you to do that most other countries in the world are saying we don't want these fucking people we don't want them at all we got our own problems we need more people to care about you know in canada we're saying bring them on we want more people we're supposed to get ten thousand of them which is just a drop in the bucket really but uh they um uh they're they're saying it's going to take years and screening process is going to take forever and all this stuff like that so we probably won't get that many of the refugees through but to blame him on the death of that boy, I mean, they didn't make decisions that led to that boy's death. The one thing that pisses me off, though, I watched it on CP24, which is a Toronto news station. Toronto's the most freaking tight-ass, politically correct uh, 
people I, I I think in the in the world. You know, they're so politically correct there in Toronto. And you they when you watch their news, they uh, they show the picture of this dead boy. You know, it's, a, it's all over social media and stuff. It's a tragic picture to watch. You know, it's just horrible. But uh, CP24 showed it, and they blurred out the boy. They they blurred him out so you couldn't see him, right? Because that was too much of a, d- a difficult image for people to watch. And then they showed one close-up on the boy, where they blurred out the entire picture. So they were just showing a picture of a blur on the TV. You know, like, here's some graphic images you might want to see, and they show a blur. And that's what they did for the show. <laughs> it could have been a, a dead whale in a red shirt. It could have been anything. It could have been <laughs> someone's dick. You wouldn't know what it was because it was all blurred out. It looked like Japanese. It looked like porn I didn't pay for yeah. is what it looked like. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they got any more jokes, Pete? Yeah, they do have more jokes. Let's play it. Oh, hey, Sarah G. Hey, Downtown Brown. Why did Bill Clinton choose Canada as the site for his summit with Yeltsin? Now, that is a 20-year-old joke, right? That's from about 94, 96. You know, that's 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 an old fucking joke, right? Anyways, I don't even want to let you guess. Uh, I don't know. So he could look up some college buddies who moved up there. (laughs) Does he have cigars, like, um, waiting? Now, that joke, you know, that joke. So fucking old. It's back in 20 years ago. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton wanted. Uh, he like he was known as a draft dodger. He was friends with all these draft dodgers, and that's why he tried to get him on so that he was weak on the military and stuff like that. Because he was buddies with draft dodgers from the Vietnam War, and so they came up to Canada. And so that's the joke, man. No one gets the reference anymore. It's like an old reference. It's obviously pre-internet as well. Like, you know, look up an old buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably yeah, you're probably friends with him on Facebook, right? By now, for them, because didn't he like shove one up? Uh, yeah, but the best cigars are down south, Cuba. They go on up on a tangent about cigars. cigars. You know, do you think they didn't port them quickly if he was visiting? I think we have a new law now, which we can actually like um, purchase Canadian cigars. I think it's up to two hundred dollars. That's Cuban, Cuban cigars, by the way. That's I Cuban cigars. Want a Canadian cigar. Uh, nobody would like a Canadian cigar. Do they oh, even? actually, that's a good yeah, point. No, they passed a law. Now oh. you're, it's legal I'm to sorry. buy Cuban cigars. It is. Cuban. Make, like Canadian. Now, the other reason I think it's Canadian cigars, I'll just tell these girls why you think it's Canadian cigars instead of Cuban. It was a misspoke. You're drunk and you're in Mexico having a good time. I appreciate that. But also... When people go to Canada, they buy Cuban cigars because we didn't piss off the Cubans, and we're nice to everyone in the world. We kind of they get, try to get along with them because sometimes they have awesome stuff and we want to buy it, and sometimes they want we want to get buy our stuff so we don't treat them like shit. Where you guys treated uh, Cuba like shit, you got in a big fight and never they didn't like each other for so many years. You couldn't get their cigars, but we could because we were still buddies. We had Pierre Trudeau. He went canoeing with uh, Castro. He had a great time with him. Damn, beer can thickness cocks. <laughs> yeah, what they did was they really, they really whooped it up, eh? Trudeau was a real pimp in the day, eh? Yeah. Uh, it's not he just had, his hair. No, he had a face like a rat, but he he used to just ra- just rail chicks. Rail, veiny cock deep. He was our first bachelor, <laughs> bachelor prime minister, just out there just slinging cock, you know? Of course he was. Yeah. It was a real thing to watch. I'd love to have that again where you had a prime yeah. minister who's just out there slinging. Why do you think Bill Clinton was so fucking popular? Yeah, I like that too. I know I didn't think, I don't think he's even wife minded. Why would, I think he should be allowed to sit there and get shit done. He's the only president ever. Bill Clinton, everyone gives him a hard time. He's the only president ever to freaking like uh, paid down the debt. And if you need his dick suck to do it, then you should let, th- let it happen. Get one out know? of the chamber. You feel a lot better. I always said that. Let Rob Ford smoke crack if he's doing a good job. Let Bill Clinton get a bl- blowjob if he's doing a good job. None of your concern. I'm just going to do the job my way, and you don't mind. You mind your business. When the door is shut, 
I'm doing whatever in there. If I'm getting my job done, you shut up. I've always had that opinion about any job you do. Oh, yes. You know, if you want to sit there and get your dick sucked and shove a cigar in someone's vagina at your work because it helps you get through the work day, then you should be allowed to do it. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Right? Uh, Anyways, next joke. I'm doing something else, and I thought that I would dedicate this uh, joke to Paul. Oh, oh joke and, um, dedication. I'm read it out loud. Let me, let me know what you think. Heartfelt ladies. dedication. Why do urine samples and Canadian beer, what does it have in common? Hey, that's your batch is set up yeah, a little this bit. This is what? like the easiest joke of all time. You know what? It, what is it? Tastes like what piss. What? Tastes like piss. Yeah, it tastes like piss. That's the joke, right? Yeah. It's gotta be. I don't know. What? Don't know. What is that? What, Blondie? The taste. Oh. Yeah, same thing, right? They're saying it tastes <laughs> like piss. Wilson? Canadian <laughs> beer tastes like piss? So I they're mean, what, saying what at one point. What means exactly? Uh, they don't get the joke. Uh, you you know, have to I figure it out. Don't say the joke. Like, you don't understand. Thank God we have the good old Budweiser natural well, ice around you know, this part. Sarah G., who would win a fight between Celine Dion and Shania Twain? All right, that's the joke. That's the setup. Who would win a Who would win in a fight between Celine? Uh, who? Who was it? Celine Dion, Celine Dion and, and Shania Twain. Twain. Who would win? Randy Bachman. <laughs> Randy Bachman. Oh, I like that comment. That, uh, he's from. Uh, I like uh, Burton Cummings. Oh, Burton Cummings. <laughs> yeah, the Velvet Voice of Winnipeg. I think maybe be that. They're both terrible. I have well, no idea. Yeah, we all would. We all would. I kind of like Celine Dion. I, I, mean, I mean, the Titanic. I mean, have you ever had? Did the punchline come out? Yeah. I missed the punchline. No. Titanic song. I thought. <laughs> they said, "Have you ever?" They. I think the punchline was, "We all win when they fight." Right. You know, I gotta tell you, we decided about Beaver. I'm gonna say it again about Celine Dion and Shania Twain. They don't live in Canada. We send them down to the states. We don't like them either. Like that's why yeah. they live there. You know, if we like them, we keep them here. We don't like them. We send them down to you guys. who are torturing you in Las Vegas or whatever the fuck they do. It's not yeah, our concern. That's right. You got two real horrible Canadians down there to listen to talking in a microphone and drone on about shit you don't care about. You know, Celine Dion's got a beautiful voice. Shania Twain's a super hot chick. <laughs> she sings in Vegas, right? Yeah. Celine? She took, well, Celine Dion used to sing in the, the theater at Caesars, I think, and then she, then, uh, Shania Twain moved in the same one after right. Celine left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing good. All these, uh, 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 fat Americans are going in the droves, <laughs> of, you know, to listen to the In between Titanic their song. drunkenness, they go right. listen to this. They go listen to that. What's yeah. that joke <laughs> nothing. About, like, drinking, drinking beer in a canoe? Oh, wait, wait, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, yeah, let me ask you this. What do you call a sophisticated American? What do you call a sophisticated American? Canadian? A Canadian, yeah. It's an old, Ooh, old joke. Well, that's probably me. Or a Canadian. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They lose the punchline a little bit. Yeah. But it's a, that's a joke that's meant that to their expense, eh? That's a yeah. joke about Americans and it's making <laughs> the Canadians look good. They mixed that one up, eh? It was not about us, that no, one. No, actually, that was... That might be Pete Van Dyke. Paul and Mike. Oh, yes. look at that. So we, get, we get some. Uh, we don't like beaver. Oh, oh yeah. We'll, we'll get into that later. Ooh. Oh. Oh, 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 I'll have one. <laughs> so they say, we don't like beaver? We'll get into that later. <laughs> we don't like beaver? What's going on between yeah, those know. girls? I don't know, but they said it. We have that soundbite. I think it might be a clip on our soundboard <laughs> going forward. We don't like beaver. Isolate that. Yeah, but I disagree. I think they, I don't know. One person out of the two sounded like she was going to give Beaver a shot. Yeah. We'll get into that later. What a does that mean? Shot. A Beaver shot. Okay. What is the difference between a Canadian and a canoe? Eh, eh, eh. Uh, that's the one you call. Do you know what it means? Close to water. Oh, yeah. That's no. From- that's beer. 
What's the difference? Oh, that's Canadian. But what's the what's what does Canadian beer and a and a canoe have in common? They're both fucking close to water. But that's American beer. That's what I'm saying. Oh, right, right, right. What are you saying? I thought it was a Canadian joke. I thought you're making it into a Canadian joke. I can make an American joke too, an old joke. I'll say, why wasn't Jesus born in the United States? They couldn't find three wise men and a virgin. <laughs> right? You can do that same thing back. That's an old joke. But that's both. The <laughs> well, you can do it's it. It's too anyway. easy, though. It's wow. too easy. I wouldn't do that. It's somebody else's joke. I didn't write that joke. That's an old classic. I don't know. A canoe tips. Hey, oh. canoe tips. That's the thing about Canadians. We don't tip. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story, girls. When you come up to Canada, Here's you're going to find tip. it's a whole new country. It's a whole new country. And you know what happens in these, this country? We do things our own way. It's a cultural difference. And I'll tell you what we tip in Canada. I'm going to come right out here and say it. This is what AI work it. I don't know if you guys work it, if this is appropriate, but I'm a Canadian. I'm going to come right out on the table and tell you what my tipping uh, program is. If you're horrible, 10%. If you're horrible and I hate you, 10%. You know? If you are uh, decent, like like a, a like a average service, 15%. And if you do good service that I enjoy, I always give 20%. That's how it works. It's a graduated uh, a tipping service. I, I lived in England for four months, and over there, no one tipped at all. No tips at all. Every time you give a tip, they give you back the money so they don't want it. Really? Yeah, and they got paid like shit over there, too. The bar staffs got paid like garbage. They still give you the money and back. And they still give us the money back. I'm I like, no, it's a tip. talking about the tip of Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Cana- cap. <laughs> <laughs> if they, that is a tip. That is a tip that we will give generously as Canadians. 5%? This is the tip of my dick hole. <laughs> That's what I like to give. Tip, tip my old cock head. That's what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> what mercy is that from? I don't know. So, uh, let's go see if there's any more jokes here. Ouch. That one hurt. Well, I, you know, why is the late Corey Haim going to be buried in his native Canada? I didn't even know Corey Haim was from Canada. Who knew? Who was Corey Haim? He's from the Goonies. But I bet you what? He's not from the Goonies. That's Corey Feldman. Oh, sorry. That's Corey Feldman. Yeah, Corey Haim was from License to Drive. They were both in License to Drive. Were they both? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's, uh, what's Corey Haim's, uh, specifically Corey Haim movie? Uh, I don't know. Those stories are always... Canadians Canadians know everyone who is Canadian. So why? Now, this is the thing about this this, this joke. I'm going to let the joke play out because I'm very... Why was Corey Haim? The USA and Canada Canada held a coin toss and Canada lost. Oh, All right. Oh, yeah. Number one, this is a joke. You want to, I'll repeat it for you. Why was Corey Haim, Canadian Corey Haim, uh, buried in Canada? Because U.S. and Canada had a coin toss and Canada lost, right? Oh, it's cold. Corey Haim is a Corey Haim. You know, I got established. I, got, I have a pro. I have a problem with this for a number of reasons. Number one, I'm going to go with the first one. Uh, <laughs> Who the fuck knew Corey Haim was Canadian? I didn't know I Corey Haim no was idea. Canadian. Yeah, I didn't know no that idea. at all. You're damn right. You're bang on there, girls. We know every Canadian, and I did not know Corey Haim was Canadian. It was a real eye-opener for me, so I'm very surprised by that. Now, second problem. You're really being tough on a guy that just died, you know, a premature, tragic death. You know? It's not very nice. What are you doing? You know, like us Canadians up here, we're nice. We don't just make fun of a dead guy. He died in a tragic death. You know, he's a family's mourning. 
You know, his family loved him. He's like, just because he's born in Toronto, you make a jo- cheap joke about Canadians? You're going to throw it right at poor Corey Haim? Brought you such great joys as License to Drive and uh, Lost Boys. Is oh, that Lost one? Boys. Yeah. Lost Boys. Another, Another double, co- double Corey endeavor. <laughs> All right, Paul, thank you. Oh, you might be in trouble. You're supposed <laughs> to be home by 11. <laughs> hustle, Paul, hustle. All right, the last joke of the night. Oh, you know what? I think it's like we didn't show up for the coin toss. But we do have to say a big thank you to the Canadians uh, for giving us Justin Bieber. Oh, wait. Oh, he's Canadian too. We talked about Bieber. Okay, Justin Bieber is quite. Bieber. Well, that's a controversy. I just like this one comment she makes. You have to listen to it. The hair. The the hair kind of like sold me. But then I saw him in like a Calvin Klein ad and he had abs and tattoos and I would totally fuck that boy. Wow. Okay, what it's is it? Funny. Okay. Woo. <laughs> I just like the line. I just like the line oh. that came out. It's always nice oh to hear our goodness. girls' true intentions yeah. for a young, young Bieber. 100%. Why is George W. Bush Bieber. considering moving to Canada? This is the last joke. Uh, why? I don't know why. Because his penis size in the United States is six inches, and it is. 15.24 centimeters <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> so does that mean his... Um, uh, I like as you explain. It just sounds bigger in Canada. Don't explain the punchline. No, just leave God it God damn it. You leave it be. You take the punchline at the end. You say, like, what's the de- why is George W. Bush want to come to Canada? Because his dick's uh, Small, six inches yeah. in the States. It's, it's 15 centimeters, centimeters in Canada. Yeah, you don't need the point two four even. You just cut the point two four out. You know, I know that uh, Boombastic over there would be really uh, geared up about the exact, con- the exact, the conver- the exact conversion. Point two eight. He needs to point two eight. That joke is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> a farce. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, Kyle VG, I hope you're just snuggling in deeply into your nice, in your nice drive. You're pulling into your final destination, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, he even gave you a little bit of allotment for traffic. So uh, thank you to everyone who listened to this one. It is a long one. So uh, thanks to everyone who stuck it out. You can uh, follow me on Facebook, uh, like me on Twitter, all that stuff. You know, Give me an email, lifeinthedutchall.gmail.com, and give me feedback. Otherwise, we will uh, uh, see you on TC next Thursday. Lost half a crowd. Somebody. Oh, how you doing? We gained 